On today's first round KO, we talk about the NFL wildcard weekend, what teams we we think are going to win and move on to the divisional round. Then we talk about the upcoming national championship game between Clemson and LSU. I think we get cut off in there at some point. I really apologize. I'm going to listen back to that. I can't really right now. There's some technical difficulties. But if we missed anything, we're going to talk about that game next week as well. So I apologize for anything that got cut out of that. But then we do some really fun talking about just a lot of different stuff, college sports. Hanson brings up a lot of different things about you know, uh, the NCAA and relocating teams and adding new teams into leagues. It's a really fun conversation, and we play a super, super fun game at the end. You can play along at home if you want to guess the debunked teams. It's a very fun time. Let's get it. Welcome to the most must-hear sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, and I'm joined today... <laughs> Wait, what? You've never heard that, have you? <laughs> no. No, I haven't. I'm joined today by a man who would probably be joining me more and more uh, uh, because we have been doing Hawk Talk together, and it's been a very pleasant time, and it's very oh, fun. Yeah. So I'm inviting him onto the podcast. He might become a regular for the semester, for the year. We'll see what happens. But... I'm joined by Hanson McElvain. Hey, what's up? What's up, dude? Dude, th- I am so hyped to be here. I mean, like sports, sports. and like, th- like I, my whole life purpose is to be like Pete Davidson had a baby with Mike Greeny, and like <laughs> I I came out. So like I feel like this is the perfect environment for me to flourish as an entertainer. Absolutely. So in in doing so, I brought some fun stuff along with me tonight. Good. Um, but. I, I do want to talk. We do need to talk about David Stearns. Yes. We um, really up. quick. My dad played in the NBA. Correct. So I, I want to get this out of the way. So when it comes to sports and I'll be whatever I end up talking about while I'm here, it, my main background is basketball and like especially in the financial world and basketball. So that's where I'm going to be taking a lot of the stuff. Right. Um, and David Stearns is a huge part of that. Uh, my dad played for seven years from 94 to 2002. Um, four years at Marquette, so I got a lot of Marquette stuff, too, at some <laughs> points. Um, but, yeah, so David Stearns, pretty big person for me growing up. Um, someone to look up to. Everybody knew who he was. Absolutely. Um, so 77 years old. Not not too old, but, you know, I just it's not long enough. Um, he only stopped being the um, commissioner, it was like 2014. Yeah, 1984 yeah, to 2014. Wasn't that long ago. Yeah, he and it was a brain hemorrhage that happened a while a little while back. So he had been hospitalized for a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he was really known for integrating TV, cable, mm-hmm. um, even the pay per view format that they did for a little bit for NBA games. They did pay per view. Yeah. For NBA games. So it was, it was for those smaller market games like League Pass. Now that's what League oh. Pass eventually turned into, and you can actually still on ESPN Plus. I think especially for G League games, you can buy like a one game pass for like two bucks. Wow! So yeah, that actually nice little touch if you only want to buy a couple games every year for like Absolutely. eight bucks. Yeah, yeah, good good touch. 
Um, he totally revamped the league's image in the 80s. Um, there's a residual drug problem in the 70s in the NBA. Yeah. And he really cleaned that up. The, the pregame dress code was initiated by him. The on-court dress code was initiated by him. The off-court um, player misconduct stuff. Mm-hmm. That That's David Stern from bottom up. Um, and he also instituted Vancouver Grizzlies and Toronto Raptors, which is super cool. Um, he was really big on international marketing, so that's where you got which that. Which is huge. I mean, I mean, just look at what Toronto became. That was really like the finals. That was Canada yeah, winning the finals. All of Canada. It was all of Canada. It was and just super cool. Even that was including for the Grizzlies too. Yeah, like that's that was a collective like just weight off the shoulders. Now they can even think about bringing up a second franchise. It that's really right. makes it that much more attractive. Absolutely. Um, he pushed for pro ball players to play in the Olympics, really integral in the dream team. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, he was actually the originator of the professional athlete shoe deal. Oh, really? So he brought the Nike deals into the NBA. Um, he stood right next to Magic Johnson on his stage for the press conference for his HIV speech, which was right. huge. Huge. Um, he helped start the WNBA. Wow. That Which is massive. <laughs> yeah. Um, so player salaries went up like five hundred percent, something stupid like that. From like it was like one point two to like five point seven million dollars, and contracts went from like average of like two years to like five years or something like wow. that. Um, NBA was worth just under five hundred fifty million when he first took hold of it in eighty four, and it was worth over six point four billion by the time he left in twenty fourteen. Um, so yeah, now on the other hand, he was pretty big in the whole. NCAA, two years. Correct. Stay in the NCAA. Mm-hmm. You're our free minor league system. <laughs> but other than that, absolutely huge for basketball. Yeah, so. he, he was instrumental in the growth of the NBA for it, a large amount of time. And yeah, so yeah. It really, you know, really sad day when that when we found out that he had passed. But uh, absolute legend. Yeah, absolutely, most definitely. All right. Well. And I, I've got more basketball stuff too to talk about later. So. Yes, yeah. we will get to that. By um, the way, I'm getting I'm getting a little parched, so I had to bring out my beverage. I, I didn't know how long we were going to be here today, so I just wanted to make sure I was going to have enough caffeine. For those of you listening, it's like 9:30 p.m. right now yep. on like a Thursday. And it's Hanson like what just, January second. Yep. And Hanson just pulled out a two liter of Coca Cola. <laughs> And I'm not even a big soda drinker, but it's like whenever I'm recording, I always feel like I start getting drowsy and tired. God, I brought this. Oh yeah, see, you're no better. You know, mine's just gonna stain my teeth more. Yours is just gonna destroy your like kidneys. Bang has no sugar. Yeah, that's probably worse. Like, what's in there that's supposed to be the sugar? I don't know, (laughs) but but. At the two, two, and the bang does not sponsor me. They can if they want to, but they do not. <laughs> uh, what I'm about to say, it's not a paid or anything. They, the <laughs> that was Hanson opening his Coke. Yeah, just a little ASMR for y'all. The fact that it doesn't have sugar is actually really good because it, it you get less of a crash, and that's what I've experienced with this. Like when I drink Red Bull, I crash pretty hard. I love Red Bull. I absolutely love it too. It's and probably vodka. bad. But this uh, stuff, I don't crash as hard. And this taste, they, they have so many flavors. So yeah, yeah. This one's are super good. I, I had like, there's like a unicorn one or something mm-hmm. like that. I tried, I tried a birthday Rainbow cake unicorn. one. Yeah. Birthday's good. It's all sugary death and it should be abolished. But it's not sugary death. Oh, it's awful. It, it's, it's, what is, if you can't read all the ingredients, you shouldn't ingest it. That should be like the personal rule for anybody. Carbonated water. 
all I need. The carbonated water. That's all I need. Can't read the second ingredient, <laughs> so he gives up. Natural flavors. <laughs> I can't read it from that far away. That's why. Citric acid, uh, phosphoric acid, caffeine, sodium. Bed- all of, all of that sounds like shit that spider that like turns Spider Man into Spider Man. Potassium. It's potassium something, but it's potassium. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Sixth ingredient in. Like, are we? Am I allowed to swear on this? Oh, Is absolutely. That, oh. Hell yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely. So we my dad's explicit. not getting a hold of this. <laughs> this is absolutely an explicit counter Sweet. Yeah. So uh <laughs> anyway. I'm glad we got that out of the way. So we're gonna be talking about the NFL wildcard slate this weekend. Um we're gonna talk about the national championship, which is is it this coming Monday already? Is it whole is it? I have it pulled up. I probably should have looked yeah. at the date. Come on, football guy. It's gotta be 113. So it's not this coming. No, week. they get it's a week a, off. Right. Wow. It's Monday after. It's Monday after Monday. Um, so, yeah, we're going to preview that coming up, even though it's a while away. I want to talk about it now because we basically just watched, you know, the other yeah. bowl games. So uh, I'm very excited for that. And then, you know, some basketball stuff after that, too. Whatever, oh, whatever yeah. we decide to bring oh, yeah. up. Th- this, is, this might be a long one. I don't know. You got anything going on tomorrow morning? <laughs> no. Cool. I literally, I literally <laughs> do not work until Tuesday. So. Oh, ooh, wait. Breaking news as of 10 minutes ago. Cowboys to move on without Garrett, sources say. Really? I must have missed that. Interesting. Of so, course, I cleared all my freaking yeah, notifications. 9.20 p.m. on January 2nd, 2020. Wow. Cowboys leaving Jason Garrett. I mean, that's the smart move, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's terrible. I mean, He's literally the 8-8 eight eight coach. Yeah, and you have arguably a top – it's not arguable. You have a top 10 quarterback. You have a potential top five running back. I would argue top ten. Yeah, he he could be top ten. Could be. Yeah, definitely. I don't think he was this year. If Matt Lafleur was his head coach, he'd be top ten. I disagree. Ooh, okay, but okay. I he, am if very he had much a, a Dak hater. Very much a Dak. He hater. has the potential to be a top five quarterback. Potential. Uh, again, potential. How old is he? Like twenty five, twenty six. He's pretty young. Maybe. Well, no, he's four fifth, fourth or fifth year in the league. I think. Um. Wait. Throughout this whole thing, I'll also be burping excessively, so I I I actually did not think about that part. So this wow. two liter of Coke is going to be very interesting. Not part of this. So like, I'm seeing so many different things. I'm seeing Ed Warner saying that they are going to conclude things with Garrett, but then the the score had a report that said Jason Garrett has been talking to players as if he's going to stay with the Cowboys next season. So here, what he's got to be more than the head coach, right? Does he have any GM responsibilities? No, that's all. That's Jerry. Jerry's the GM. Jerry does so, but he's got to have more input than a regular head coach. I don't think so. Really? If anything, he has less. I think Jerry does a well, lot of the, this stuff. So the way it originally sounded to me when they were talking about these meetings they were having, it's like that just sounds like they're trying to redefine his organizational role. Like it, it sounds like they want to keep him on board, but are they like talking about not keeping what, him what as a head gonna, coach? What are they? What are they going to make him though? Kellen Moore was a decent offensive coordinator. You're not going or offensive coordinator. You're not going to put him there. But we've never seen like a flip flop like that before. Oh, um, I saw the other day on first take. They're talking about the potential for Jason Witten to be the next head coach. I could see that. Not, I wouldn't see it right now. But could you not see the flippy floppy, or even just keeping the way things are right now for a couple more years? Have Witten be an assistant defensive lineman, like start with the lineman, offensive lineman coach, tight ends coach. Next year he'll you know be what? offensive coordinator. To to that point, keep Garrett, 
which I, I mean, I don't think this would help, but this is maybe what they'll do. Keep Garrett on as the assistant head coach and bring in Jason Witten to become that head coach and basically have Garrett mentor him. Yeah, and I, okay, so again, I don't think that's a good idea. I wouldn't want yeah, Jason Garrett. I, I don't think coach. it's the best idea, but it, is it realistic? Yeah, yeah, I could see it. I mean, Jerry Jones is one of those guys where he doesn't really care what people think. Yeah. He's going to do whatever the hell he wants. Exactly. So if I were Jerry Jones, I would have this like kind of like what the Lakers are doing with their coaching staff right now. They've got a head coach. Frank Vogel. But they've got three head coaches Who? on his assistant staff. Like For real, though. Every time I see Frank Vogel, I still think he's the coach of the Pacers. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird. It's, super it's really weird. weird. It feels like Jason Kidd's the head coach of that team for some reason. Yeah. And which it's a, probably a good thing he's not. This is the first time I feel like LeBron isn't coaching his team, though. Not, not at least not really? as much as he used to. Maybe not as not, much. Not like Cleveland or Eric Spolster's Miami. I mean LeBron's guess, yeah. whole Miami team. I guess. Um, but if I'm Jerry Jones, I, I look at this situation I'm like, hmm, what's going to benefit my organization to the fullest with what I've got right now? I need minds to think together. I need a group collective to make this product finally be something good for once. But right? ultimately, he's going to hire someone who he can put control. Yeah. What he should do is have some sort of con- like council, like two or three people, you know, like that can be co-head coaches. Yeah, th- exactly. Jason Garrett and Jason Witten. <laughs> yeah, Witten. You throw you throw Jason's. your offensive coordinator in there. That it's the idea of it's a system of checks and balances, like democracy within your like ranks. You can just call their head coach Garrett Garrett uh, Witten. But does it sound like an <laughs> awful idea though? That's what I'm saying. Like not. Really? I don't know. It's just, it's different. Just go higher ahead. Here's what I want to see. I want to see Jerry Jones coach the team. Okay, I do too. I want to see really that Really bad, but it's not going to happen. Jason Witten's more likely to be the head coach. I want to see Jerry do it. I, I just want to, you know, I, I want him to, to say, I want him to just go, fuck it. <laughs> I'm coming down there. It's my team. I'm c- taking control, which he's basically had control. He's just been using Garrett as a puppet. Yeah, he's just got a little microphone he talks into right in the Garrett's ear. Every single. Could you imagine coaching the most recognizable, maybe second most recognizable football brand behind the Patriots now? Is that yeah. is it past? Now, Dallas Cowboys are still America's team. I mean, they I strongly his, disagree. Historically speaking. I know. Could you imagine being in that position pressure-wise as a head coach to have Jerry Jones screaming in your ear all the time? That's why he's clapping because he can't say anything. He's just yeah. I I wouldn't want to coach there. I'm I'm surprised Jason Garrett lasted long as he did. I everyone is. He should have been fired years ago. But anyway, and for his own good. Too. Yes. I yeah. I I'm very happy that that's even though I hate the Cowboys and I want them to never be good and eight and eight every year because it's hilarious. There's a really good job in Cleveland. There's a fantastic job in Cleveland. And he looks like he's the best fit for it besides Mike McCarthy. I was gonna say McCarthy. I, I don't I mean I'd love to see Mike McCarthy fail again with the Browns. At this point I'm completely anti Mike McCarthy. I the the stuff he said I about see, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I agree. I, I can't I can't do that. He's but, still my guy. To be fair, a lot of people have said that about Aaron Rodgers. Greg Jennings was that was like his life mission for a while after he left the NFL. I mean, I I'm not saying that that's necessarily what Aaron is, but that's maybe it, how it didn't Aaron really loves stick people. though. No, not at all. So I mean Yeah, I, I just feel like I don't want Aaron Rodgers to turn into Ryan Braun because that was heartbreaking <laughs> enough. I hope not. They were friends too. I, it's 
you, you still you gotta wonder about Aaron Rodgers sometimes. He's just he's so good and he's so old. <laughs> like, how is he still playing this well? Don't be Ryan Braun. Don't be Ryan Braun. Oh God, please. Yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, all right. So let's talk about these wild card games. Yes. Enough Cowboys talk. Uh, so we're gonna start obviously Saturday. Buffalo Bills travel to Houston to take on the Texans. Yeah. Um. But I, I have Deshaun Watson. I mean. It, I think he's a deci- the deciding factor in this game. Really, he's got it. He obviously has to throw the ball well. Hopkins is one of the best receiving targets that Absolutely. you're going to have in the NFL right I'd say now. Number two in the league right now. Yeah, and he's got 26 touchdowns on the season. It's not the magic 30 you're looking for, but it's not bad. You know, he's no. still a decent quarterback, mid level. He's enough to get your team out of a wild card and lose in the first round, or you know, in your divisional championship. So. I I've got my money on the Texans for this one. I, I this one's interesting to me. Um, I really like Buffalo. I don't. Yeah, love for the small market teams. I got mad love for the small Absolutely. market teams, and it's just that there's so much passion behind that whole franchise. That defense is really impressive to me. I really like what Tre'Davious White. He is one of the young up and coming uh, cornerbacks in the league. It really depends on how, like you said, Watson he could be the deciding factor on either side. Because if he comes out and he struggles, you know, there's no run game. You're not going to turn in a playoff game to Carlos Hyde to win you the game. Yeah. And it's it's going to be Watson trying to get the ball to Fuller if he's healthy, to Hopkins, to all of his weapons. And I, Buffalo's going to make it difficult for them. And if Josh Allen can go out there and he can play a clean game. Which he's capable of. Which he's Very extremely capable of. Capable of I think Buffalo has a really good chance yeah. at winning this game. I I have not liked even te- Houston's ten and six, but there's times this year where they really have not looked good. No. So I, I don't know, and and it's against the good teams. I mean, we saw them get blown out by Baltimore. We saw them. Uh, I mean, they, they they beat New England, but I I'm not looking at New England as that good of a team and this year. Losing to Baltimore this year, the way Lamar's playing, like Agreed. You, you gotta. Oh, absolutely. Take take a step back and but, just realize the greatness. I mean, Josh Allen, he's he's no Lamar, but he's he plays like Lamar. He's able to run as he, much as he wants. Yeah, and, yeah. And he can sling. He's got an arm on him. So he's like, like it. Yeah, if like Lamar's like the pink diamond amethyst or or like was it galaxy opal in 2k is that like what the highest is I think so, then yeah. josh allen is like the gold card that still like got right. some of the stuff but can't do everything cool yeah yeah i i and i what the biggest thing for me actually jj watt He's yeah returning this weekend mm-hmm. if he can come back and he is jj watt that's gonna help that defense a lot but is he healthy enough he's, I, he's not he was supposed to be out for four months that was two months ago is he healthy enough? Like, listen, I trust J.J. Watt to not to, – to, like, have that conversation with himself. Be like, okay, I can come back. Should I come back? Am I going to hurt my team by coming back and playing? He's not going to hurt his t- – the man has thighs for arms. <laughs> he, it literally his, – his, like, his elbow braces are, like, knee braces that he puts on his – like, what? I, what are they feeding kids in Wisconsin that are making them that size? Because – it, Cow manure. It, the, the Wisconsin, the, the Madison School of Offensive Linemen and Tight Ends. What's going on? Um, Decide I, to move on from long, longtime head coach. The uh, wording of that is really weird. That he hasn't been fired. They're just. That's what I'm on. saying. Maybe but they're going to moving. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it yeah. out. Yeah. Once we know. More. Um. I. 
I yeah, he's not going to hurt their team. He's just he's so large yeah. and he's such a presence. Even if he's not catching the ball well, he can still block. He becomes another lineman. He's yeah. bigger than all of his what, linemen. What I want to see, uh, because I I was watching. Uh, there's been so many top plays of the decade. There was a top. There was all the best trick plays of the last decade. Yeah, and five of them <laughs> were JJ Watt catching touchdown passes, and I because they all are extremely contested, and he just yanks the ball out of well, everything. He's, he's a, so like good six eight, like three hundred pounds of like he's sheer so muscle, and like a toe tap one in the like they're all. I want to see him. He's the Giannis of tight ends. He really is. I mean, I think that's the best. He's just been hurt so much that that's it's true. really hard to compare him truly to that. Yeah. So I I'm leaning towards Buffalo in this game. Because I think their defense is good. I think their offense is explosive. Love Devin Single Devin Singletary? Yes. I'm they're, sure. they're the more full team. Absolutely. They're, yeah, definitely. Um, so th- that's who I'm leaning with. Aren't they they're play- yeah, they're playing in Houston though. Correct. So <laughs> Spoiler JJ alert. Watt playing in Houston, first game back, the energy is gonna be nuts. Spoiler alert. I'm picking three road teams this weekend. Ooh. Ooh. And guess what? I did that same thing wild card weekend last year. Four for four. I'm just saying. Okay. I there's mean, some good teams. Yeah. That, yeah. This is a good playoff. Speaking of. Thank God the Packers aren't playing in it. <laughs> the Tennessee <laughs> Titans traveling to Foxborough. I like the Titans in this game. And I know I shouldn't go against <sighs> the Patriots. I know I shouldn't. And you know what? I think I reverse psychology. I think I... I think I broke the NFL. I went into this season because every season I go in saying the Patriots are done. Their offense isn't what it used to be. Tom Brady isn't what he I, – I, I, I go into every season saying that, and then they win the Super Bowl. This year, <laughs> I flipped that on its head. Not on purpose. I was legitimately just broken, and I was saying, no, they're the Patriots. They're just going to win everything. Okay. I don't think their offense is good enough to do it. It really isn't. And this Tennessee defense is solid. Malcolm Butler can shadow Julian Edelman. He can slow him down. What other option do they have on offense? And on the other side, no one is able to tackle A.J. Brown or Derrick Henry. I, you know what? I'm going to agree with you. Yes. Uh, you, your argument swayed me, but I think I was already on your side. I just, I didn't know for sure. It's, it, I, it's weird. It feels it's, weird. It feels so weird. It feel it's it's a new decade. The Patriots are finally old. Edelman looks like baby Santa Claus, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. So all right, Ryan Tannehill, extremely underrated. Can we get that extremely out of the way? Extremely underrated. He Passer underrated. rating this season one seventeen and a half. That's Aaron Rodgers. He's like he's <laughs> second in the league behind Drew Brees. Yeah, like what? <laughs> That's insane. Like, if Green Bay wasn't Green Bay, like the frozen tundra, there's if Ryan Tannehill was in the Aaron Rodgers position, he'd be all over everywhere right now. Mm-hmm. But he's in Buffalo, so. Right. Um, you mean Tennessee? I mean Tennessee, excuse me. <laughs> it's like, wait. So, yeah, and Marcus Mariota was a dud, right, as of at mm-hmm. least right now. Absolutely. So he'll be, he'll, he'll end up somewhere with another starting job at some point, but he won't keep it again. I I mean, this is a little – we're getting off topic. I feel like Marcus Mariota would be actually a good-looking Cleveland after they realize that Baker Mayfield is kind of shitty. I don't think so. Well, Marcus Mariota's legs are a little bit better, in my opinion, than Baker Mayfield's. So, I mean, yeah. So I think that would give a different look. And plus, with Odell, just kind of throw the ball. I was going to say, 
you have Chubb, Hunt, Njoku, uh, Landry, and Beckham. I don't want legs. I need a good arm. Exactly. Baker's a better thrower than Mariota. How did Baker do this year? Baker had Freddie Kitchens as a head coach. I'm so glad that man is gone. Freddie Kitchens isn't I also, throwing the ball. We need to give Baker some, I, some slack. This is going to be his fourth offensive playbook in four, third? Third. Third, third, third or fourth? And thir- third and th- three. Third and three. Whatever. He's had a new yeah. one every year. Yeah. Yeah. We need to give that man some credit. Okay. But we also have to remember that he should be held to a higher standard because he's already holding himself to a higher standard with the way he's living his life. I agree. He needs to so, step the hell down. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how I feel about all these ads that he's doing. He has like, literally more ads than wins. Like, he he can't do that. Anyway. We it, I, I also feel like it's super ironic that he lives in the Cleveland Browns stadium. Because, like, that's just how piss poor they are. Like, they can't even <laughs> afford to pay him, so he has to live there. And I just, that's I like funny. to picture him throwing sad little gatherings in, in the bathroom, like, in the commercial that he was talking about. And, like, all of them, like, shit-talking the other bad small divisional teams. are like, oh, my God, you hear about the Titans? You were looking at that way too Yeah, early. no, yeah, oh, my God, Dolphins suck to, this year. protecting <laughs> home field, as in whatever. Yeah, no, I just, I... I, I, I just saw like funny. a whole like real housewives, really like, real basketball wives like situation going. Like you throw Baker's wife in there with like versus all the the linemen's wives, and you just kind of give them all wine and see what happens. So that's the other thing. They had a shit offensive line again this year. <laughs> Let's go back to time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Patriots defense is good, but are they going to be able to stop Derrick Henry? They've been very susceptible yeah. to the run this year. Derrick Henry's the leading rusher in the NFL this year. Tannehill's been solid. AJ Brown. Potentially argument for rookie of the year. Yeah, yeah, I think definitely. He take, I think he takes AFC player or rookie of the year. Yeah, because Josh Jacobs got injured. He was. I think AJ Brown could take it. Yeah, and it's the more games you play really does help. Exactly. Like when they say, "Oh, it doesn't matter that," it, it really does. Like it's the bigger showcase. You can show that you can do it over a more sustained period yeah. of time. Yeah. So I again, I I'm picking two road teams on Saturday, but I'm going I'm going with Titans over over the Patriots. Let's get the Patriots. Out early, please. Yeah, and it'll it'll give the playoffs a good new feel that we haven't had really since like the Literally, Steelers. It's been the last ten years. Yeah, they've been playing in the divisional round because they've been the one or the two seed. It's the first so, time in ten years. Plus, Belichick just deserves to lose after how many times he's been caught cheating now. Absolutely, one hundred percent. The fact that he's never been suspended for any of these. And Sean Payton, who had nothing to do with the Bounty Gate, got suspended for a full season? Okay. Here's what I'm going to say about that. Good criminals are never caught. Have you ever watched, like, Live PD? He's been caught so many okay, times. But, like, <laughs> but he hasn't been caught. Somebody else's. But I'm, like, I'm talking about the way it's structured. So have you seen Live PD before? Like, the, the live camera crews oh, yeah, fall yeah, around yeah, the cops yeah, yeah. and stuff. Have you noticed that they always pull people over because they have, like, a headlight off or they roll through a stop sign or it's, like, yeah. uh, an expired tag or something? Find, yeah. And then they find the meth well, and the heroin? Yeah, because they, like, they need a the, reason to pull you over. Exactly. But it's those details. Like, they, they've got meth and heroin in their car. You should have your stickers up to you date should, so absolutely. you don't get pulled over. But but they know they don't know how to hide the crime is what I'm trying to say. And fair. multi-billion dollar criminals is craft, right? So... I mean, instead of trying to hide the crime, don't do the crime. 
but if you got to consistently, we're seeing it with the Astros too. Two of the most like powerful teams in sports in the last decade are cheating. It's bad with it's video a bad cameras. Look. It's a bad recording cheating. Recording a one-win team, and you know That's what? The thing that gets me. <laughs> It's you know, the, the Bengals. The irony in all of this is all of the teams are doing this, except the two teams that are winning are the ones that get caught. Yeah, that's true. I can almost guarantee you Green Bay has been doing this for over a decade. People? Yeah. I mean, I... it wouldn't Knowing what I know about basketball, that's fair. It, it would not surprise me, especially with how much money goes in the football. That's fair. Are you serious? That's true. You know how much money is on the line in even a single NFL game? A lot. Yeah, especially with legalized gambling now, so... Uh, all right, moving on to Sunday, the NFC side of the ball. We have the Minnesota Vikings. Easy, easy. It's going to be Saints all the way. They, yeah, yeah they, no doubt. I, I, which is unfortunate because that means if we, the Saints would then come to Green Bay. I don't want to see the Saints. I would much rather see Minnesota. But if Minnesota somehow pulls out another miracle. I am okay with Grandpa Drew playing in 20-degree. See, I that – okay. So instead of talking – because – I, I don't think there's much of a chance. I think there is a chance that Drew Brees comes out and he's not great in this game and Minnesota gets on a roll. Kirk Cousins is going good and Delvin Cook is healthy. There is a chance that that could happen yeah. and their defense plays well. I don't see that happening. I see Drew Brees playing well at the Dome and the Saints winning this game. Michael Thomas having yeah. a big game. I, I do want to talk about that Green Bay-New Orleans potential matchup because I was also saying this today where Drew Brees, who has struggled this year, he set a couple records, but those records were kind of set up for him coming into this year. He's been injured. He's he's had some struggles. He's looked not himself. Coming out of the dome into that cold weather, going into Lambeau against the defense. He's deep, old, man. A very good. Listen, Green Bay's defense gets crap because it sometimes doesn't the, look good. The Smith bros, the man. The Smith bros are Woo. great. Kevin King has five interceptions. At, listen, Blake Martinez is like one of the top five tacklers in the NFL for the last three years. He was number two again. Yeah, that's what I think. I, he last year was number back. one or yeah. number two. Yeah, he and uh, which is unfortunate. He's not going to get paid this offseason. We're going to pay Kenny Clark, and he's going to walk, which is going to be super unfortunate. He might not want to leave though. I hope he, he's one of those guys that's like eat, sleep, and breathe Packer. I would absolutely love him to stay. He, for less he, money. he might stay for an extra year on less money, and then sign a big deal when and the money is available. You know, that's the other thing we could franchise him too. But that offense could—it'd be interesting to see Jair against my, Michael Thomas. Yeah, he wouldn't—he yeah. wouldn't completely goose him, but he could slow him down. I know he could. Yeah, and with Savage or Amos over the top on that too, I—I. I, as much as the Packers have been winning ugly, that is the one game that they – not the one game, but that is a game perfectly suited. Drew Brees coming to Lambeau, that is a perfect game for the Green Bay Packers to win ugly in the playoffs. Yeah, and when you say win ugly, and I'm glad you said that because that is like the motto for the Packers this year. It's like Green Bay Packers, home of the frozen tundra, quote, win ugly. Aaron Rodgers, quote. Aaron Rodgers is a witch. That that's think, perfect think, perfect way to meant yeah he think he gets about old he doesn't get worse and they he magically said, win he said relax the team relaxed they went on a winning streak he said run the table they literally ran the table <laughs> to get back into the playoffs yeah this year he said well we got to win ugly and then they won the last five games ugly like ugly we only like, beat the Redskins by five <laughs> but they're winning I've completely turned the table over the last five games. They're winning ugly, and I hate it. But they're winning, so how can I hate it? How can you hate? How they're winning? Oh, you know what I mean? Okay, I get it. Win ugly. So it really comes down to like 
a main question for me. It's like, how good are NFL teams really in comparison to each other? Because I feel like even the NBA is starting to see this too. You're hitting a plateau of how good teams can really get at this point. Yeah. And these top like 10, 12 teams are pretty even. Mm-hmm. Top to bottom, that bottom team could still beat the top team on any given day. Do you think the Eagles could beat the beat the Ravens uh, on on a bad day for the Ravens yeah totally it, in, this this Eagles team with all its it, injuries in a hundred games do the Ravens Even win a bad dude, but do the Ravens win a hundred out of a hundred games is what I'm saying all I'm saying is the Ravens with RG3 and I don't even remember what Gus Edwards just beat a playoff contending Pittsburgh Steelers RG3 should have a starting job Arguably, in a That's small market team that argu- yes. isn't supposed to be in the playoffs, but still, I mean, yeah, even an off day for Lamar is still good. That's what RG three is too. He's the downgraded he Lamar. Just gets injured too much. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's you know. glass. I'm just saying. Anyway, I don't even remember where we were. Yeah. No. Um, or Saints are winning this game. Yeah, Saints are gonna win. Vikings. Kirk Cousins likes to choke in big moments. Are they playing on Monday night by chance? <laughs> Dude, that'd be amazing if ESPN had this game. They don't. It's Fox. But if it, oh. if ESPN had it and it was Monday night football on Sunday, that would have been perfect because Kirk would have lost. And that, oh my god, the media would have a like. Oh. It's not that big of a deal. He wins games in between, but he just can't win on Monday night football. I would absolutely love that. It's like the curse of ESPN. He's got to sell all of his Disney stock. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, speaking of the <laughs> Eagles, we have the Eagles hosting the Seahawks. Here's my third road team. Seahawks. I've heard so many people this week saying that they think the Eagles are going to win this. The Eagles are on their fifth, sixth, and seventh receiver. They're on their backup tight end. They're on their third and fourth running back. Give Carson Wentz all the credit in the world because he played 16 games this year, and he's gotten them this far with limited uh, help on offense. They're not beating the Seahawks. The Seahawks were almost the one seed two weeks ago. Okay, we we got to talk about the elephant in the the beastly room. Marshawn, what yeah. that? Where the fuck did Marshawn Lynch come from? I don't know. From a skittled filled SUV. Like what? I, Wait, when did that happen? When genuinely, was? I was so happy to see him get that touchdown, and the place in Seattle went fucking nuts. That stadium went absolutely crazy when they realized that, A, he was in the game, B, he got the ball, and it was on the goal line, and he got in. The place went crazy. That's some, like, fantasy my team shit. Like, awesome. Like, your Madden game. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a legacy card. I got Marshawn Lynch. Sick. Like, he just magically came. I woke up one morning. Marshawn Lynch and talks with the joint Seahawks. That night signs a contract for the rest of the season. What? What? <laughs> like, and then he comes in and he he had a beast mode run too. Yeah, yeah. It was only I like mean, fourteen yards, but he bounced off of like five people. <laughs> he he's been working out. He hasn't stopped working out, which I fully expect from Marshawn. Yeah, uh, he's been on TV. He's been doing some TV show, so I'm sure that's gonna help him with that. Um, but I'm, I was actually born in Seattle. Really? Yeah, okay. it was my dad was playing this for the Sonics out there. There you go. That's I, um for all you listening, I'm wearing my Sonics. Yeah. My Sonic swag. Actually, someone offered me 150 bucks for this once. Jeez. Yeah, don't even like. Well, I've got a champ. I have Sonics. a champion jersey. The Sonics jersey. My dad's champion. Wow. So yeah, that's I. 
I'm not if it didn't say Mac if it's like Gary Payton, I'd sell it for the five hundred dollars it's worth. Um, but yeah, no Seahawks have this game. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch is probably going to rush for over hundred yards. Carson Wentz is going to have to play one of his best career games for them to have a chance. Their Seattle's defense is getting hot. Jadavion Clowney's playing really good. Trey Flowers is playing really good. Shaquille Griffin's playing really great. Everything's working for Seattle right now. It sucks that they were an inch away from beating San Francisco. Yeah. I think they they will win this game, and I honestly think they can go knock off San Francisco. And that's not me being hopeful that we don't have to tra- tra- ugh, travel to San Fran, but I think— Aaron Rodgers plays really well in California and in that climate. Plays really well? He has the potential to play really Did well Did you in see that the two cli- games okay, in okay, California not, this year? I mean— let, let, no, I agree with you. He should. He theoretically, the way he plays in domes, especially with the way he plays he's in from domes, from California too. And I feel like he's past the no bullshit point in the season. I feel. I like, agree. I feel like with about three or four weeks left to go, he, there's always that press conference where he's like, "Run the table" or "Chill out." Like, there's always that certain point. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it seems almost redundant. But it's we, awesome. We should start bets placing our bets for what he's going to say next year. At this point, Ooh, I like that. We can start. Ooh, we, that's yeah, some off season stuff. We can yeah. Do. So we'll, we'll we'll figure that out later. But like, I don't know. I, he he's gonna pass for two hundred some fifty stupid yards because he's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, doesn't need to get a touchdown. We've seen that. He we can get the ball in the two yard line and rush it in oh, with absolutely. our fantastic backfield right now. So there's yeah, win ugly. And that's that's all I they're going to be able. I don't know if we can do that against San Fran. I really don't. They are capable of doing that against every team in the NFL. I agree. I just don't want to go to San. I don't want to travel. That's why I'm glad we got the two. I really wish we would have got that one because San Fran at Lambeau that would have been. I'm a really, really good glad. Game. It, I'm just glad it's not in Seattle. Exactly. That's the, um, Although, as long as we're not playing in Seattle, I'm happy. Although you say that they are a better road team than a home team this year. And that's just statistics. They've lost four games on the road or at home this year. They went four and four at home this year, which is not it's it's not Seattle. I don't know what I don't know what happened. And so I'm scared of them on the road. But again, I I, I like our chances at Lambeau. Against I'm just talking about like the atmosphere you have to oh, just physically endure because yeah, it, it's I, painful when you're a visiting player. I really don't want another Bostic situation either. So no, 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 no. We don't need that. So yeah, I mean that's. That, that's what I got. I got three road teams. So, but who do you have for your Super Bowl picks as of right now? As of right now, it's it's tough because, of course, I want to say Green Bay, but I really don't know if we. I don't know. I. I almost want to say New Orleans and, and Baltimore. And I'll say that so that I can be wrong and it can be Green Bay. <laughs> so, and then I'll, I'll be the one that says Baltimore and Green Bay. Okay. Which is absolutely what yeah. I want. Yeah. However, there is no chance whatsoever that we are beating Lamar Jackson. It's not happening. We have never been good against running quarterbacks. Like I ever. said, if we had to play them in 100 games. But they've been winning ugly in a couple games, too. They either blow teams out or they can win an ugly well, game. Okay. Look at that so, San Fran game. What was it? 17 to 16, 18 it, to 17? But we're doing the same thing. So that we're going to be coming in with the same style of play, doing whatever it takes to win a game. I guess. Lamar will run 150, 200 yards if he has to. Like, he's physically capable of doing it. Yeah. 
But if he can, if throwing the ball is what he has to do, he'll throw the ball for 150, 200 yards in a wild game if he has to. Yeah. He has the skill set to do it. He's a smart quarterback with a smart coaching staff. They can adjust to whatever. So the Packers can't go in there thinking, you know oh, we're going to stop the run. Oh, we're going to stop the pass. I'm actually I'm thinking back about what I've already said about all these teams. And I already said I think Seattle can beat San Francisco. Seattle's a sleeper week. team in the I think NFC, Seattle can yeah. win, beat that. And I already said I think Green Bay can beat New Orleans at home in, like at Lambeau. And I think Green Bay can beat Seattle at Lambeau. Therefore, I, I guess I'm going with Green Bay. I don't like it because I hate predicting that they're going to the Super Bowl. But I, I, the way that they're playing right now, the way that they're winning, and I, I've talked about this too. I think in the playoffs, even though we have a rookie head coach, I think Aaron's going to take over a little more, and I think he's going to play. He's going to play more. He's going to play better. I think he's going to kick yeah. himself in the ass and say, I need to play better. He's yeah. also going to be more involved with the offense because he has experience. Mike Patton, even though he might not have the playoff experience, uh, he does with um, the Jets. He went yeah. to the AFC Championship three years in a row with the Jets. Um, so he's he's going to help out a lot with LaFleur. I think there's going to be enough help for LaFleur, and he's going to ask Aaron for all this stuff because – Unlike what the media likes to tell you, they do have a good relationship. Yeah, yeah. They really do. And I, I I really like what this Green Bay team can do into the playoffs. I really do. The way this defense has been playing, God, it's really good. So are you, are you excited for that Kansas City-Baltimore matchup? Oh, God, yes. Because oh, yeah, that's the thing. On the other side of the ball, I got – Because then, I mean – Tennessee would end up playing – The only team that has the chance to be Baltimore on that side is Kansas City. Correct. So Tennessee would lose to Baltimore, and I would have Buffalo losing to Kansas City, and then I would have Kansas City losing to Baltimore. In the fourth quarter, it's going to be a good game. That'll be a great game. It's going to be like 86 to 72. Like (laughs) (laughs) The quarterbacks are both going to have like over 400 yards – between ground and air that's and gonna be an incredible game the defenses are just gonna sit back and kind of watch and enjoy I actually it think baltimore would win that game pretty easily hey you never know i think I, it could be close but when i say that i say 10 or more kansas state could come out and have a wild game it could but they, ever since ever since they lost hunt they just have not been the same yeah, team, yeah you know which is unfortunate around the circumstances but yeah that i mean that's what i got well obviously Talk about the divisional round matchups next week uh, when we actually know the matchups. But I, I feel pretty confident in my predictions. Yeah, I did well last year in the in the, although I got my Super Bowl wrong because <laughs> I said Saints Chiefs last year. It was not Saints Chiefs. <laughs> it was Patriots Rams. So we'll see. But early in the thing, I was pretty good. So we'll see how that goes. All right. Speaking of championships, hell yeah, hell yeah, college playoff championship. Speaking of getting predictions right, I said Clemson LSU. So yeah, yeah, and and it's hard it it's hard to argue that that was supposed to happen. Clemson's obviously is still one of the best teams in in college football. They've proven that, even though they had a cupcake schedule, they still haven't lost after winning the championship last year. Trevor Lawrence has never lost as a starting quarterback in college football. No, and which is pretty that that's absolutely insane. It's ridiculous. I think he's twenty five and zero. No. He'd be 29 and 0 at this point. 15 games last year, 15 14 so far this year. He got he's got to be 29 and 0. Jeez. Which is just insane. And then you look at the LSU Tigers. Good god, did they put a beating on Oklahoma? Yeah. They absolutely Joe Burrow, seven touchdowns in the first half, 404 yards. He then added a rushing touchdown later in the game. He 
I and I tweeted it out. That he's better than half of the quarterbacks in the league right now. And they're better half than of the starting quarterbacks yeah, in the league. And that team is better than any of the any of those Ohio State or Alabama teams ever were. And what impresses Which we never would have expected. No. Well, be, they never had this level of a quarterback. Like they've had decent quarterback. They've had AJ McCarron and they've had I I mean, I don't even know. That's the only thing that really pops into my Jalen Hurts, who's been out there. Joe Burrow is making throws that I have not seen out of a college quarterback, I think, since Andrew Luck. This guy is – because I look at Tua and I watch Tua. Tua's hitting wide-open wide receivers, not in stride. So he's getting these big plays and he's hitting his receivers. But but his receivers are also just gods. When they're they're literally doing rock, paper, scissors to see who gets the touchdown route, route, like Joe Burrow is making contested throws. He's making the right throw. He's making good decisions not to throw or to run. He's a great runner, too. He, he's just so impressive. And he, he, he's great footwork. He's hitting people in stride. It's, it's, he's incredible. And now I'm looking at this, and Clemson's favored to win. What? Yeah. Um, it doesn't surprise me. Can, Clemson right now is like the, the women's basketball UConn of football, right? Because yeah. UConn went like four years in a row without losing, or they only lost guess, like one yeah. game in like six years. Gino Ariyama, an amazing coach. Hope he gets better too. He's Agreed. actually yeah, yeah, he's down right now, but hopefully he gets better. But yeah, that's that's really what Clemson is looking right looking like right now in comparison. Well, yeah, because I keep hearing they just had. I think they had the best uh, uh, recruiting class this year. Yeah, and they were one of it, the top. They're, they're going to be just as good next year. They're getting all those recruits that used to go to Florida State, that used yep. to go to all these other teams down by Alabama, now. even yeah. even Ohio State, Florida, because they're Georgia. right in between the two, mm-hmm. so they can so, really attract both ways. Now those guys are they're like, well, Clemson's beating these other teams, so maybe I want to go there. You know, yeah. it, it it is becoming that. But LSU, and I just raved about Joe Burrow. He's going to have a fantastic game. He obviously knows when to step up, and he does step up. That defense is super impressive. Grant Delpit is genuinely one of my favorite defensive players. I, th- I think Chase Young, he's the second best defensive player in the league right now behind Chase Young, in my opinion. Grant Delpit is all over the field. He doesn't get thrown at that often, and he doesn't have the stats because he's just that good in the coverage and in tackle. Like He's really good. Just that whole team is just incredible to watch. And they, I mean, they shut down Oklahoma. Yeah, like it wasn't, that wasn't just like, Burrow. Like that Burrow, was manhandling Oklahoma. Yeah. Like Burrow, yes, they put up those offensive numbers, but that defense also destroyed them and made it so that they were out in front by what, like forty-two to fourteen at halftime. I, 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 I'm actually shocked that Clemson is t- like again. I think Clemson's good, and they they are the defending champs. I just this LSU team is just you good. can't beat a team that's on a roll like LSU oh, is right now. Absolutely LSU not. could beat half of the teams in the NFL right now. Yeah, like give me a non-playoff NFL team, I would take the LSU Tigers over them right now. I'd probably even take the Clemson Tigers over them right. This the, the Tiger Bowl is going to be nuts. It's going to be, it's going to be good. And I love Coach O. Coach O is one of my favorite college coaches right now. He's awesome, I, and he he absolutely deserves this too. So I I. Genuinely can't wait for this game. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be so good. Two fantastic quarterbacks. Future of the NFL, honestly, in this game. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is really positioned right now to be like next to Aaron Rodgers. Like he, that's I, what his skill set looks he's like. He's going to have a really good career. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I this is his second year. I don't know if he's eligible to even enter the draft. I think 
I think he would be, wouldn't he? I think he's got one more year. Does he have to play? Well, still, whenever he comes out, even if he football does, is really weird. It, yeah, even I if think he it's can, three years for him. Even if he can and he doesn't, whatever. Whenever he comes out, he's going to be a top pick, and he's going to be fantastic. I yeah. can't wait. I can't wait for him to see him on Sunday. But yeah, I'm I'm extremely excited for that game. What yeah. about what about you though? Like, do you think Clemson? <sighs> I don't know. I. <laughs> You can't beat a team that's on a roll like LSU right now. Right. I mean, they're they're coming in so hot. They have the best quarterback that we might have seen in college football since. Like, he's better than Manzelli. He's better than Tebow. But like the runs that those guys were on were very just like college football style runs. This and is the best LSU quarterback that I've seen ever since Matt Flynn. Uh, and I, he's definitely better than Matt Flynn. Yeah. Which um, I. And Matt Flynn won them a title. Yeah, exactly. So they're also playing in New Orleans, and they also have a better supporting cast than that Matt Flynn team did. Absolutely, exactly. So, in fa- then by those standards, we should expect it. I'm I'm extremely shocked that they're projected. It's a 55.9 percent on ESPN that Clemson is. Yeah, I'm I'm actually shocked at that. It's the one against the three. You would think. I. So you've got LSU. What's I your final LSU. score? Ooh. I'm gonna go forty-one to thirty-one. I'll, I'll go with the same score, but I'll go the other way around. Clemson. Yeah. There I we don't go. See, Coca-Cola. Here's the, <laughs> and breaking it down. I don't see Clemson scoring more than forty, and I don't see LSU being held under forty. The way that they, the the way that LSU is played, I don't see either. Yeah, of and it's a home happen. game for them. Yeah, like there there should be last minute decisions that they should they should have an alternate site picked out for games <laughs> like that just in case they're like oh oops it looks like the ACC I'm, championship's going to be held in Durham North Carolina twenty minutes offside. <laughs> don't get me wrong, I think Clemson's still going to travel well. Yeah. Oh yeah. It'll be split, but I well and it's how, they it's, sell the tickets intentionally to be like oh, yeah. a third, a third, and then a free third. But you know? even then. <laughs> LSU, that LSU crowd is going to be so much. Okay. Well, welcome back. I don't know what just happened, but something I just looked up. We had been talking for probably about 10 minutes. Yeah, we were talking about college football. Yeah. But it was pretty redundant. And I can't even, this computer is being dumb. I don't even know where we left off. I don't um, even know where we are, man. Like, <laughs> All you have to know is. LSU, I think LSU is going to win. I think Clemson has a very good chance. Yeah, just like the UConn basketball idea where they did so many games in a row. So I apologize if we're repeating ourselves, but I don't know where we just were. But, yeah, I got LSU. You got Clemson. It'll be a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll go back and I'll listen. And if if we miss a lot of it, we can just talk about it again next week before the game actually plays. But anyway. Yeah. So, So, all right. (laughs) So David Stearns. God rest his soul was amazing for the NBA. Something that he didn't really focus on and kind of worked his way around or kind of tiptoed around so he didn't have to deal with it was the NCAA and the whole idea of having players playing college, mm-hmm. not really making any money, just getting an education for what that's worth, especially their education that they're getting as student athletes because we all know that's a solid, genuine <laughs> education, taking Swahili and not even knowing where Swahili is spoken <laughs> um, at North Carolina football program. I, I see you. Um, so a couple of years ago, as I said earlier, my dad played in Marquette 
he did color commentary radio for Marquette for years. Mm-hmm. That led me to be a big follower of Marquette basketball. Okay. A couple years ago, Marcus Howard was freshman or sophomore there in the NIT. Yep. They're playing at the Al McGuire Center. Some really interesting things are experimented with in the NIT. Yes. Since it's not the NCAA tournament, it's not as official. Experimental rules, whatever. Move the shot clock down to 30. FIBA, FIBA regulation. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's going to get a little better. Did you notice the three-point line getting thrown back this year? Mm-hmm. Know what that is? Yeah. FIBA. Okay. In that NIT tournament, which they use that same three-point line and charge arc, yeah. they also changed the width of the lane to guess what? FIBA regulation. Yeah. Okay. So we've got this issue. Uh, I'm tying this into the student-athlete thing. Okay. We've we've got this issue where we we don't know what to do with professional college athletes, right? right. It's just it doesn't make sense. We're really confused. How are we going to turn these academic students into you know paying them, still keeping it fair? Title Nine, it yeah. gets messy. It does. But we've got these established sports programs that are like three painted lines away from being equidistant to the rest of the world. Yeah. I propose the NCAA allows schools to privatize their athletic programs into a for-profit company, and they end up running like sports franchises in FIBA and in like the EuroLeague, and they go by a division by division basis based on how their team performs. So you have an A division, a B division, a C division, like a D division, and then. You have regions. Okay. So I've got some stuff written out here. It's a little oh, this cluster. This raises a lot of questions. Okay. Think about it immediately. This. So <laughs> did you? I'm sure you didn't. But did you follow any of Lamella Ball, the Ball Bros out in Lithuania? Oh, really. So they played on like a, they played on like a Division three team. Correct. And they were playing for a Division two spot. So the way it works overseas, this is even in EuroLeague for the bottom three or four teams. And that's how it works in soccer as well. It's a soccer model. That's why it works so well. Right. You end up, if you're, there's like 12 teams on a, on your plot or what they call, I don't know what they call the lists, but there's a special name for the list. Okay. But there's 12 teams, top three advanced, your top three get replaced by the top three in the bottom division, the division below it. Right. So it's the top three flip flop. That adds incentive when you're because then at each level you're allowed to start spending more money, and there's more money in those teams because it's a larger team, more revenue. Okay, you're getting more money from the league, right? So it's like bumping up from a trip or a double A team to a triple A team to a pro team, Mm -hmm. but you're not getting bumped up as a player, getting bumped up as a team, so it can be really big for your whole organization. Gotcha. That's why you have these sports academies like Real Madrid where mm-hmm. Luca played. Yeah. He was playing in the academy since he was like nine and right. he was playing with the 12 year olds. This is all right. under the same team that has the professional basketball and soccer teams mm-hmm. in the EuroLeague and, and FIFA respectively. Right. So it's already pre-existing model. Colleges could easily implement that easily. They, they could have these pro-am U12 teams. They've already got all these summer camps. True. It bases, the groundwork's already laid out. So as I said before, there's a couple things that they could do to alter it to make it a little more American, a little more modern. But this would also allow them to play all these teams 
as like a standard. What so like they could play all of those FIBA teams if they wanted to. Yeah. It it wouldn't you wouldn't have no rule changes. It, you'd be playing the game the exact same way. I see what you mean. Yep. Yep. You can have these like the NBA is talking about midseason tournament. Yep. For next year with a million dollar per player purse. Yeah. That's that's the FIBA model. They've been doing that. That's okay. that's old shit. Like right. that's it's really interesting though. And that's something that could really benefit college basketball because March Madness is the biggest money earner of any athletic event Can't of, imagine. more yeah. than the Olympics. Yeah. Like the market for sm- even smaller tournaments is still very present. Mm-hmm. Like there is a, co- there's a thirst for football and basketball and even women's volleyball. Now that's there's not even quenched. Dude, I love women. Like women's volleyball, volleyball tournament this year was insane. So good. I don't even wa- I don't normally watch it, but I got into yeah. it this year. Yeah. So which I need to, I love volleyball. I need to watch it more. Even adding in like club sports, like those grassroots, like like AAU basketball mm-hmm. and like JVA volleyball, like those are already like laid out foundations that you can just integrate into this this like system model. Yeah, everything is already there. Just push it all together. Everyone's just gotta sit in a little circle and talk about it. Because here's the thing: with James Wiseman leaving Memphis, yep, Lamelo Ball playing in Australia, yep. R.J. Hampton playing in Australia, New yep. Zealand, technically, but yep. still in the NBL. Emmanuel Moody a couple years ago went and played in China, China. for two or year and a half, near a year. Um, what else? Do I, I I got another league on here too. That was a really big one. Oh, um, but Euro League too. We had um, Luca. Yep. He came over from the Euro League. There's more players. Miritich went back to the Euro League. Like, there's yeah. guys that want to be over there. Bogut's playing in the NBL right now in Australia. So Patty Mills also playing on the same down yep. there as well. A, I've heard of a couple players yeah. coming over. Yeah. So Aaron Brooks playing on the Iowa Hawks. He he got hurt. His season's over. But like he so. was playing with Lamelo Ball. So there are bona fide leagues in other parts of the or other parts of the world that that these guys can really contend with. Yeah. The NCAA would become what the G League is attempting to be. Yeah. With a more in-depth division base, right? There'd be more of a free market traded for players to also allow them to get the max amount of profit for themselves Mm -hmm. as an individual brand. And in the the age of social media marketing, it's perfect. True. So I know I'm a stupid 22-year-old that might do some things that change his altered mind state sometimes, but it does not mean that I don't have good ideas. David Stern, listen to me. I just wish you'd come back down here so I could just have this conversation with you because I feel like you'd really like the idea of how much money you could have made doing it this way. Think about it. You have how many teams are in the NCAA tournament now? Sixty-four, something stupid like that. Sixty-four. Well, sixty-eight. Is, six, is it sixty-eight with the expand the the play-in games? They're they're talking about making it even bigger. Yeah, college football playoffs play. moving the eight teams. Sure. It should be the thirty-two Although, or whatever division two and three already listen, do. As much as I like that eight playoff team idea, imagine whoever who is number eight this year. We were number eight. Yeah, right? we would have. Yeah. Imagine us trying to play LSU. I'm just saying, it would have been a bigger blowout than Oklahoma. But in years in the future, that might not be the case. True. And we're pre- we're preparing for longevity at this point. I just, and here, the biggest thing that I always think about, because of course I want NCAA, I want, those guys deserve the, the amount of work that they're putting in and everything they deserve something they they at least deserve you know money for their likeness or whatever they should be which able to is get california is already exactly. forefront and which, they, which is it's going to be a national thing very I'm glad soon. that's becoming a thing 
I think anything that says that the NCAA is going to start paying players, they're just they they're not going to. Something's I, gonna have to budget at some point though. Maybe. And, like I'm not even talking like three and a half million dollar annual salaries. I'm talking like a stipend. Yeah. I'm talking like twenty grand a year. But but like the that's, NCAA loves making them runny. Wait. And they make a lot of look, fucking money. I so you, I'm I'm so much of a nerd about this. My in eighth grade, I went to St. Catherine's High School. They opened up a middle school, and I was in their inaugural eighth grade graduating class. <laughs> okay. But the perk of being in a high school at the time is I had high school teachers, high school level teachers right. that were pushing us to do high school level things. So in eighth grade, I got to write a thesis paper and I got to do my research at UW Parkside. Jeez. So I did my paper on Ed O'Bannon and player likeness in the yeah. in the video games. Yeah. 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 And then it led me into Title Nine and it led me into just understanding what this whole problem is. So the big argument is the the people that are pro paying players are like, oh, there's these billion dollar TV deals, especially in football, right? Billion dollar TV deals. Coaches are making millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Oh my god. And then there's the the purists that are like the, your amateur student athlete, like athlete, you're amateur, mm-hmm. you're not a pro. Correct. Student, you're there for school. Correct. And then athlete, athlete, you're third on the list. Yeah. So, two buttheads. There is a medium here. Yeah. But I think people don't understand. They're like, oh, you know, Andrew Wiggins would have stayed at Kansas for all four years if he had his $28.5 million that he was estimated to be worth for the one season he was there. Like, these are real, like, yeah. serious numbers. Uh, Tim Tebow, another guy. He could have been worth $20 million his junior and senior year, respectively. Easily. Easy. It's especially Just imagine what the brand deals he would have wanted or he could have got. Yeah. So, Missy Franklin, the swimmer, I don't know if you yep. remember her. She had to not do college sports because she was in McDonald's ad as an Olympian. That's so stupid. <laughs> 16. They, she had to petition to be a high school athlete. The NCAA is so ingrained with their rules that high school athletes have to follow them before they're even under the NCAA's rule. That's terrible. Like, I, I just watched a Vice piece the other day about this kid that is right now he's a senior in high school, and he's been playing on an Under Armour grassroots team for years. And he gets all this free shit from Under Armour. He's got dozens of pairs of, like, I'm talking like five, six dozen pairs of shoes. And he can't even fit them all in his small house. But he's not allowed to sell them. Because then he's not eligible for the NCAA anymore. What the heck? But now he's like, well, shit, I can go play in the NBL. Yeah. Shit, I can go play in EuroLeague for a year. China's paying me three and a half million dollars for one season. Let me sell my damn Under Armour shoes. Let me let my mom get out of the hood. Mm. Like, let me buy her a nice car. She can live a good life. She's never going to have to work another day again. Right. It, that's like what he was trying to do. And the NCAA prohibits that from happening. Yeah, they're assholes. That's what but I'm saying. That's why James gonna, Wiseman would have stayed. It's going to take a lot. Something probably will happen. California I, was the first step. That's huge. I agree. And I think that's, I think those, that's going to happen. And I, it's probably going to become nationwide at some point might take a few years, but that that's almost to the extent of what I see happening for a while. I think this is what's going to happen, and then the NCAA is going to say, all right, now you can make money, get off our asses. And then something else big is going to have to happen, and then they might make another little change. It's taken them this long for them to do this change. Just 
watch out because and, and the, I, I the hope government right. might step in on like it's really getting to that point now where the go, like the FBI is like investigating the NCAA and they have been. I I I don't mean to be that pessimist guy. I hope it happens. I really do. I want that kind of stuff to be a thing. I just it's hard for me to see that. As a avid sports video game fan, I miss playing NCAA video games. Oh, God, me too. Like, not even, like, yeah, football. football. Yeah, great. I get it. Totally. And, like, the high school mode, too. That was so so cool. So cool. Just seeing NCAA teams in Madden this year. For well, they, the yeah, they've long. done it the last couple of years, and it's they did so, it in 2K a couple times, yep. and they didn't this year, which is stupid. I haven't played it yet this year. I've heard it's super good, though. It's not bad. It, like, just play my team. Like, <laughs> see, I like the career mode. It's not. I I that I know used I to be a career mode guy too. Mode. I don't necessarily need the story in the my career. Yeah, this story is so long. It's like, like thirty hours if you watch everything. Yikes. Yeah. See, last year's was nice and short for me. Yeah, yeah. Nice well, you can still skip through everything. True. Still have the option. I actually really liked the story in last year's. Yeah, this year it's a little confusing. You're in China, and no, that was last year. No, so that was what, last what year. was this year's? Um, I don't know. I haven't. Oh, I I've played through it already. Oh, you, yeah. You get hurt, and then you can end up getting. But drafted. you do. This is the first year you do the whole draft combine. Well, that's cool. Which is pretty neat. I have to which, give them props. Again, it's it, cool when it you do did, it once, and then just you did that in Madden too. Where you yes. Do the yeah. Yeah. And it's cool when you do it once. It, it's like a point guard. Then you do it as like a, a small forward. Then you do it as a center. And then you're like, okay, this is stupid. I don't want to do this anymore. That's, <laughs> like, that's fair. But yeah. So I just. I, I miss that. And there's going to be a future where that's all just going to be one game. It, it, NCAA. It, it, no, no, NBA, NCAA, NFL, oh. NCAA. I, I have a feeling it's all you just going like to be one EA game. EA and Madden will also scoop into like NCAA. Well, remember how in Matt, or in college football, NCAA college football and Madden, you could like upload your, your, your player from you could upload an entire draft class yeah and you could but like even in the career mode for your player you could bring your player from college Ooh, football really? to madden yeah that was like that. it was the xbox 360 days okay so i mean the, all those games were xbox 360 right, right. i think it was like 2012 2011 that makes sense yeah i played um, them i just never played them together i guess yeah, I actually I'm looking at making an investment on an old Xbox and buying all those games up. Um, Carter, I don't know if you he's here on the radio. Everyone's he's on. Yeah, the podcast, yeah, yeah. He still has his NCAA whatever, and he made a Warhawk team, and he had. I wonder. The, I so I make Warhawk teams on yeah. 2K. I do that all the time. Yeah. Um, NCAA basketball game. What was the last one that was released? Uh, I, I want to say it was 2012, right? The last football was 14. I know that. I think the last one had Kevin Love on the cover, if I remember that correctly. That sounds super familiar. 2009. <laughs> but I was right. It was Kevin 11 Love. 11 years. Well, because Ed O'Bannon's basketball. Um, but I don't know how familiar you are with the modding community of 2K on the PC for the 500 people that play 2K on the PC. Uh, yeah, for real. If I, if I had the money, I would literally buy a PC just for the crazy shit they're doing on 2K. Like, Modern they're doing, like... High school career modes, college career modes with like cutscenes, like that's super cool. Like two K hire these folks, like they 
wasted talent sitting in their parents' basements making these. hire some of these people because the team you put together. They cut their staff again, dude. Yeah, and I know because I bought WWE 2K20. Oh, you knew you weren't supposed to buy that. I knew I you wasn't. Played, I, I bought 2K19, and Listen, I was like, what the hell is this? I knew I wasn't supposed to buy 20, and I'm one of those guys who, like, I can buy, especially WWE, I can buy one of those games, and it's a new roster, so I know I'm going to like it. So you you the sixty dollar roster upgrade is worth it for you because that's it, normally, it is for it, me for two K. It normally is. Yeah. This year, oh my bad. god, it's bad. Well, they didn't even they have a custom championship mo like you can yeah, make your own. Yes. They just patched that feature in, a feature that they've had in the game for about ten years. So they, they didn't have it in the original release. They just patched it in. So is that game gonna? Is it in the midst of its demise right now? Here's what I'm hoping. Same thing that's happening in real life wrestling, where this AEW just it just popped up. AEW because Kenny Omega, one of the top guys, is a Two. huge video game guy. Yeah, EA. Hello. I'm just, EA or even THQ, who used to make the old wrestling games. THQ got bought out by like Sony, didn't St- they? Uh, so, yeah. Whatever studio that. It, oh well, and um, Ukes left 2K. Yeah. They left that partnership with like in the middle of making 2K20. Well, uh, as you can tell. Right. Exactly. I'm. If someone picks up AEW and they start making a good game. 2K is going to have to, like, the competition breeds excellence. And I'm hoping something like that happens. It could demise. It could fall. Yeah. But I think next year they're going to be forced to, and even if they need to take a year off and not make a game next year just so that they release a new roster, release a couple downloaded characters. Like Kind of like what NBA Live is probably attempting to yes. do right now. Gr- yeah. do, a, do like a few months of updated roster maybe even content. think about changing the way the game is structured yes so like there's something they need to change something because like nba God. live so there's there's a bunch of really cool youtubers that are really smart guys that you just they yeah they're not your high school graduates even sometimes they definitely don't always go to college right but they're not dumb like they know their stuff absolutely one of the guys i was watching was talking about the potential new identity for sports games and nba live has the potential to come back to be a free game on consoles that makes all of its profits through microtransact microtransactions which like a, a like a Fortnite, it's like an apex because it's avoidable you don't have to buy the exactly like you're already doing for the 60 dollar 2k you buy and then what you which would be I've, able to do is i've heard that it's better in 20 yeah, they're improving it, on it. Yeah, um, for my career, most definitely. Okay. For my team, the currency is very weird. Okay, they they really water down some of their higher ranked cards by their free giveaways, the locker codes they gotcha. do all the time. Yeah. So, do they do locker codes in in WWE? Not really, because there isn't really a spot for that. I guess with the my career, they maybe really. No, because locker codes are really only for my team. Yeah. Um, and there isn't really there's a there's a iPhone there's a game a mobile game that's yeah. like super card. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I just I think AEW has the potential to come in with a mindset like that as well. Yeah. AEW is also a prime example of why I think the XFL is going to do okay. I hope it does because it. I mean, you're literally taking the wrestling mentality that AEW is taking yeah, and which turning is weird it into football. It's Vince. Yeah, <laughs> which like 
Super ironic, but yeah. what Vince is trying to do to football is what AEW just did to wrestling. And I think it's going to be great because yeah. there, is, there is a lot of talent out there. Cardell Jones, who unfortunately didn't really get a shot, I think he's going to be – he he's kind of being lined up as the face of XFL right now. Mm-hmm. And I, from what I saw in college and what I've seen – you know, beyond that, he's got the arm talent. Yeah. And so if they can, that's the biggest thing that my biggest worry and what didn't happen with the AAF is the arm talent. There was yeah. not good quarterback play. They, and that hurts. Players knew they shouldn't have been a part of that from the get go, though. Really? They, the, yeah, from, and I've been doing a lot of reading up on that because okay. the XFL is very interesting to me. Super and there's a potential that they could be become a public offering. Some of the rules I hear about that is. Oh, yeah, the uh, 30 second play clock. That really? yep, thirty second that. play clock, the one two three for the extra point, the five ten yep. twenty. Yep. There's a five ten fifteen yards. There's like something like that. Something yeah. like you that. You can go for, but there's no extra point kicks. Yep, no they're kicking. Extra point. They're one point, two point, three point conversions. Yeah, um, Marquette King is punting. He's yes! a punter. Um, but they're not allowed to punt out of bounds. Correct. It's so, a penalty like yeah. a kickoff. Yes, which the is onside awesome. Ki- the onside kick, which is I believe going to be a fourth and fifteen. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they, they, I think they run a fourth and fifteen play instead yeah, of an instead onside of kick. Yeah, instead of doing the onside kick, which is really cool. I love that idea. Yeah, because the NFL, they've watered down the onside kick now. It's really hard it's to get. It's stupid. It's really stupid. Which apparently they're going to work on this off season. They're, they've already talked about it. Which, okay, I'll believe it when they change out upper management. I just need Pat back. I I need so a clearing of that his- NFL house. <laughs> Yeah, like at least they officiating. Like, get out. Goodell needs to go. Jerry Jones is way too like Jerry Jones is elbow deep into Goodell's asshole right now. Yep. Like it just the thirty owners the uh, the uh, the Packers. I don't know how that all works. And then well, okay, the Packers the Packers move really. I'll make this really quick so yep. we don't get too off topic. But the Packers what they did was super smart. Basically, they just sold a bunch of pieces of paper like. You own part of the team now. Money, 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 money. Oh, Time to go get some more awesome. players. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, no. And guess what? The pa- Packers fans know that, and they're like, hell yeah, I'm helping out my team. Let me buy more. Like, Yeah, so definitely, I mean, and the Packers and Buffalo are probably the only two teams that could ever really manage to do something Correct. like that. Um, but, yeah. All right, so I I had some – I have some questions. All right, so I, I've got two things here. Okay. I've got some basketball questions, philosophical questions, <laughs> or I, I've got a, a fun little game that we can play. Which which would you prefer to do first? I kind of want the philosophical stuff first. Okay, Let's cool. Let's do that first. All right, so we already kind of talked about this, um, but it'll give you a good basis to kind of go off of. So with James Wiseman leaving Memphis, okay. does this change the landscape of basketball of the future? I like the the one year removed deals like you have to be one year out before joining the NBA which is about to go away it's about right. to get amended but how does that change the way like think cuz there's a classic you play for your middle school you play for your high school for 4 years you play for your college for 4 years and then you go pro like if you play by the book that's how you do it correct now it's you play for your middle school, you play at a high school for three years, your senior year, you transfer to a different high school that's going to play a national stage. Then you go to a college for one year. Mm-hmm. Tell your coach you're only staying one year. He knows. He doesn't give a shit. No. He wants his money and he wants to win. Mm-hmm. Then he's going to push you on to a 76ers Philadelphia trust the process factory. Yep. 
They're going to turn you into a 6'10 guy that can't shoot three-pointers, and they're going to say that, oh, you're a bust, even though he's not a bust. Ben Simmons, this is literally your life story, and you are the reason why one and done should not be a freaking thing. Like, I think it's already – it was already – before this season and before all that crap happened, like it, it has been, I think ever since that one and done thing started. Yeah, because Kevin they, Durant was like one of the first guys that had to stay. Ever in. since they influenced or like they made that rule, it all it already was starting to fall apart. From that like was the a beginning. stern thing too. Yeah, and it 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 felt like more so over the past I'd say five years or so. It's really felt like there's been that big push to kind of get rid of that where where it's still an option and a lot of people are still going to maybe go and maybe even if they still do the one and done but there's a lot of guys who can just come out of high school they don't yeah. need to why why go why go play college basketball and ruin your well especially when it comes to football you have the argument of okay what are your prime years for the sport cuz football careers might only be 2 years running backs i think realistically i your prime you're in your prime as a running back i want to say at age like 20 to like it's, 28 i i think maybe younger the prime age for running backs i want to say stops at 25 26 but and it starts they, around 20 right yeah 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 but like it 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 peaks at, i want to say 25 it was something really low and which makes guys like adrian peterson extremely impressive and frank gore but like it's that kind of stuff that they don't a lot of guys do need to go to college and they need to refine they need to play that competition and i think in football i don't mind the maybe i don't know if we want to do one and done's in college football but i do i do, they just there, yeah there football's are a different animal yeah. like one I, I understand one year in for football i could see that uh, even there, if it, you redshirt under a college yeah, team for yeah. a year i'm okay with that yeah. cuz you need to give nobody and I mean nobody. I don't care if you're a three hundred pound six ten lineman from Southern Texas that's been fed Tex Mex food all his life and he's yeah. ready to pounce on anybody. You're not ready for the NFL. No, and I and the NBA is totally different. Basketball is a different sport. Absolutely, but I mean, for any sport, you need to refine your skills. You not not a lot of people can be Shaq, Kobe, or LeBron, okay, yeah. and come out of high school. Ready to now play is broke. the XFL? I don't know. Is the XFL have rules about this? Not that I've heard of. Because if the XFL would take guys straight out of high school, and that could be your alternative for two years, yeah, and then and you go play go? in the NFL, that that's a big market for the XFL. That that's potentially what launches and them. And maybe they not- don't go to the NFL after. Maybe there's enough money in it three years from now, where you know Trevor Lawrence could have been playing. In St. Louis for the last two years and could have made $35 million. I would not put it past Vince to explore that. No, and you want to talk about finding market share and having a solid, solid entertainment base. Like, your employees are going to be some of the best football players in the world. Yeah. Yeah. At a young age. Like, you're not going to – there's nothing better than that. Yeah. So, I – that's the thing. Like, I – there are – Bat in, and that's the thing. We kind of do have to separate football and basketball. I don't mind the two years for football because I think people should refine their skills, play against better competition, mm-hmm. and you know really work on it. Maybe maybe make it one year. Yeah. But for basketball, there are guys who can come out. It's not very common, obviously. 
But I think there there are guys that we we've obviously seen it. It's happened. Yeah, People Zion should not have played a year no, college basketball. I've never seen somebody look so overpowered <laughs> in the third best best fourth best third best basketball league in the world maybe they're behind the euro league they're behind the nba mm-hmm. maybe behind the nbl maybe maybe but like he it was yeah and i absolutely mm. cannot wait to see him make his debut which could be in a couple weeks he's practicing correct yeah i heard january yeah. as a return so listen they, they he, might as well bench him ben simmons him at this point but like i yeah so he can win rookie of the year next year. Um, just so he can get healthy, just so man. Just so that can win rookie this year. I just, well, yeah. I but I, win. He deserves it. He deserves it. In Memphis, that's good for Memphis. That's awesome. But Sion just, he needs to learn to use his body properly. Apparently he needs to learn how to walk. He needs to learn how to run. <laughs> well, he runs around like he's like he's like an ape swinging his arms. Like that's, but the way his body is built is even like. Well, and that's It's almost like. This is not me being racist. Like I really no, have to course. say that. Like it's, he's literally primarily built. Like he is built. Well, like and it's listen. He grew that. Si- he was that size. What his junior year of high school? Yeah. And you know how many people? Like and I've seen so many. We had a bunch of tall guys back at my high school. They were not coordinated whatsoever because you yeah. can't. You, well, he's only like six, seven. He's, he's a Charles Barkley with Shaq's body. Yeah. Like that's and, what he is. But who can jump like LeBron? It, it's it's hard to. Unless you have a professional guy to help you go through that, it's hard to work into your body like that and become out perfect. Like, it's so hard to get acclimated to that kind of surprise. He's in the third most lucrative sports league in the world, and the New Orleans Pelicans are known for their notorious their their strong medical staff. I'm just I'm happy that oh Chris Levert's returning. Um, I'm. I'm excited that he is that they're jumping on this kind of problem early while he's still injured and they're helping him better just his physical like because that's going to help him in the long well, run. That's so, going to help his back, that's going to help his knees not only in basketball but just for the rest life, of his life. In life, yeah. And they really are committed to him for the absolutely. long run. They they think they can Kobe him. I and I would and absolutely they love they really to see think that. I think they could and I feel like he kind of wants it too, I especially it. if they can put a team around him. Like, come on, man! The young New Orleans—they have the money. They want to spend money. The they got they it. Honestly, the team—the team they have right now isn't going to. They better trade JJ lead. because he needs to make the playoffs this year. JJ. JJ Reddick's made the playoffs Thank every you. single year in his career, and this year might not be the year. If he, they're probably going to end up training him in Los Angeles. Please. I don't know which team, but one of them. One of them. Um. So yeah. All right. So we. Anyway. Yeah. So. Definitely some possible changes coming. Yes. I, the NBA is definitely scared with LaMelo Ball going to play overseas. Yes. All right. If you had to pick an NBA team to root for in 10 years, who would it be? Outside of the Bucks. You, you can be the Bucks. I mean, I'm not sure for the Bucks forever. But like, as like a neutral, <laughs> but I, like, I'm saying like as a neutral NBA fan, if you had to bandwagon on a team in 10 years, 10 years. So like I'm looking what team is going to be. In 2030, what team are you going to want to cheer for? That's interesting. Well, now, I, I, I almost wanted to do eight if, years. If LeBron's still playing, I'm following him wherever he goes. He won't be always. playing in 10 years, I don't um, think. His I son wanna, will. I want to see. I think he's going to play a year with his son. I really do. Even if he That would be 2024. Even if he retires for a year and then comes back and plays with his I, he's got. I think he's going to play with his kid. 
I, I, it's realistic to see LeBron play in the, like 2028. 20, like he's, I, he could definitely have another seven, eight years left on him, especially with load management. He's going to eventually adapt. Not, even, right, not right now, but like when right. it finally catches up to him, because it will. He's human. He's had two. He's had a year off of the playoffs. We're, we're seeing it with Tom Brady right now. <laughs> yeah. you, you slow down. It happens. And basketball is, sorry, Tom Brady, a much more physical sport for what LeBron does. And Com- for what Brady does. <laughs> compared to what Brady does. Brady does not get hit very often. Yeah, no. Um, now I've completely lost what we So, were. best team you choose 10 years. I mean, that's extremely hard to... Yeah, tot- like there's not a right answer to this, but I'd love to hear an explanation if you have one. I mean, what you said about the Pelicans, I if they, if they are committed to Zion, the long term, as in like lifetime, he's there for, as, for life... I would love to see that because it's hard. It, you don't see that very often anymore. I mean, honestly, the last people to do that have been Kobe and Dirk. I would love to see Giannis do it. I think he will. Um, but for for a superstar like that, for Zion to do that in a town like New Orleans, if they have money and Smoothie King wants to give them more money for the arena, you know, all that kind of stuff, I, I Pelicans would be a good one. There's because- talks that Mercedes-Benz is looking at doing some sponsoring potentially because Smoothie Good. King is about to go up. Okay. So that's a lot of money. They already have Merce- Mercedes-Benz Superdome too. That's perfect. Yep. That's absolutely perfect. They definitely have the money for it. I think, you know, because I look at someone like Ja, I don't necessarily know if he would stay in Memphis. No, he, he's to. definitely built for a larger market, Correct. even like in New York. We, even he, I think he's one of those guys that go to a, new, a bad Knicks team. I don't know about that. He would he maybe would he'd go to the Knicks if they had one more good player right yeah. now. Yeah. He um, could he he's a guy built for a market like that. Correct. Yeah. Um I like and you know, so so something like that, if they're committed to Zion and they want to spend the money around him. Also remember like New Orleans is a very similar lifestyle to his lifestyle in South Carolina, exactly. very family oriented. The way the Pelicans are run is super familiar to him. So it's a comfort thing too. If they learn their lesson with AD, I think they're going to try a lot harder with. Uh, yeah, they're blowing Zion yeah. like crazy yeah. right now. Um, another team that just sprang to my mind is the Miami Heat. There's nothing too promising right now. I like the play. I like what Tyler Hero is doing. And I, Miami is the perfect market for him. If yeah, not oh, New absolutely. York or LA, <laughs> Miami is like. I hate the kid. I hate, I hate him. him. I I've played against him. I really. <laughs> I, I hate him. But you know what? My my brother, who doesn't really care about the – he doesn't look at the off-the-court kind of stuff. He only – he likes to watch high school basketball. He's good. He's and good. he likes to watch co- – he, he – I told him – or I asked him, what co- what jersey you want for Christmas? He said, hero. Miami Heat, Tyler Hero. And I said, you know what? Fine. Whatever. Well, I'll waste my money. But, and, but not even looking at the talent or what they have right now or anything like that. The culture that they have built. Like, like Spostra. I think Spo – is one of the best co- – he was the only coach, I think, that has not gotten fired in a LeBron era. Yeah. And, and he is yeah. So, he's so good. I love what Pat Riley does with that team. I've I've followed the Heat ever since I started watching basketball because I'm a LeBron. As, the year I started watching basketball was the year LeBron went to Miami. Oh, after the whole decision. Yes. That's when okay. I started – like that season was the first season I started watching the NBA. I was not a big pro sports guy when I was little, little. But – so I followed Miami. I really like what they do with their organization. They keep bringing in guys, even when they lose guys, they still remain. Yeah, they always have a way relevant. of maintaining a solid performance base. Yeah, and they're just they're 
they're, I think they would be a really good organization to hit your wagon to if you're looking for an NBA team because I think they're going to be competitive for years to come. Yeah, you and know? great choices, I have to say. Thank you. Um, on the, on my, the spot, I'm my, 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 yeah, on the spot. So I've I've had time to think about this. This is probably a little bit more of my forte anyway. Um, if I had the my wild card team would be the Bulls. Oh, okay. Because a guy like Kobe White, a guy like Wendell Carter, a guy like Laurie Market, and a guy like Absolutely. Zach Levine, that's four guys that have the potential to be all stars in the future. Yeah, beyond I have what my they doubts about Levine still. He's. He 20, shows he's like twenty five, dude. Agreed, like but he's, he's so young. I I agree, and he as Kobe White, I, one of my favorites. Yeah, and Chicago is in a position right now to build like a, a Bud Atlanta team, but like with more style and flair, like that Al Horford, Kyle Korver, Paul Millsap Hawks team with Jeff Teague, like those guys were awesome. So that was that that was the year they had the five All Stars. Right. So if they could like. The Bulls definitely have the beginnings of something like that. And if they can find a coach like Butenholzer, so maybe somebody out of the San Antonio system, which we know there's coaches trying to get out, maybe the first female coach that really deserves a job. Yes, that really deserves a job. I wanted the Bucks to hire her as much as I love Bud. Yeah, I'm really happy the Bucks. I, I really, I mean, she was the next best option, yes, probably. That's the thing. So, I, I love and that it's we are just Bud. like we're excited to have a female coach. She was really the next best option. I think she she's going to be a fantastic coach yeah. whenever she finally gets that. And Chicago, I think, is a great yeah, Chicago. Be a, a, that'd a be job. a really tough market for uh, the first time female head she would have coach. To be but good. yeah, so um, but my real team is going to have to be the Mavericks, Luca. And you you said it for the reason why you brought up Dirk, right? You've got Dirk, who is the most iconic, maybe besides Yao Ming, the Four. most iconic foreign basketball player in basketball history. Yeah. Right? You're hard-pressed to find another one. Yeah. So you can make your argument for Kobe, but he that's not good enough for me. Most of his life was in the U.S., and like yeah. U.S. is like his thing. Correct. He played for Team USA, so like there you go. Um, Matembo, maybe. He, he, but... But still, Dirk, no. yeah, but Dirk. Dirk, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's not on that level. Yeah. So, Dirk laid out what basically I keep saying, laying out the groundwork. <laughs> that's been my line tonight. <laughs> Dirk laid out the groundwork for Luca and Kristaps as you know, Chris Western, Western, Northern European basketball players to have a great career in the NBA. And Dallas is a good market, and I like what Mark Cuban does. I was about to say, Mark Cuban, man. He's fantastic. He's one of he, my favorite owners he, ever. He is my favorite yeah, owner. I, like, I, he owns everything in his stadium. Like, I I am very right down the middle when it comes to politics. Mm-hmm. He, he's very conservative. He likes to privatize a lot of stuff. But he's not an asshole about it, which I really appreciate. Like, yeah, he's like he's got a dick like mentality when you yeah. look at him, you kind of hate him just because mm-hmm. like you know he's cocky. Oh yeah. But like also on the other end, he's not wearing Versace shoes everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, he's wearing like a nice shirt, jeans, and you know, a nice pair of shoes. Yeah. And that's that's Mark Cuban. Mm-hmm. So and Dallas is a great sports team. A great classy sports organization. Team. Yep. The high end classy organization, They're, always yeah. contending in the West, even when they thought they shouldn't be. No so. one thought that he would beat the Heat. No Nobody thought, thought that they'd be a, but they're like fourth in the West right now. Nobody thought that I, was gonna happen. I, I had them pretty high in my projections. <laughs> but we didn't know Chris Stapps was gonna be able to perform as we didn't know Luca was gonna be third or fourth in the MVP conversation. I figured he'd be in there. I had I had high hopes for Luca. 
Granted, another, like, yeah, shout out to Dustin. I don't know if you're listening, but he, my buddy Dustin's a huge, huge Mavs fan, and he's been on this train for a while, and I finally started to listen to him this year. So the Mavs so, are in fifth. So it's Lakers Nuggets. What? Where'd yeah. that come from? Dude, the Nuggets were second last year. <laughs> it's fine. They're going to get beaten the first round of the playoffs. Jokic is the uh, beast. Lakers, he's either really good or he's, he's like Joel Embiid. He's not consistent enough to let that team win long term. As a guy who owns him in fantasy basketball, I respectfully disagree. The beginning of the season was super rough for him. It was, but he was still putting up good points. <laughs> I, I don't care if he's got nine points That's and fair. 14 rebounds. That he needs to have a 20 and 15 every night right. for them to win a championship. Mean. I know what you mean. So Lakers, Nuggets, Clippers, Rockets, Mavericks are fifth. Jazz, Ooh, Thunder. What? <laughs> I had the Thunder dead ass number 29 in my rankings. <laughs> Thunder, the Spurs, another one of those te- those Texas teams, strong will, always finds a way to get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I- I'm sure Portland's going to end up beating out Thunder at some point. Thunder, yeah. they're going to end up choking. It's going to happen. Yep. Like, yeah, they got a great collection of talent, but I just CP3 don't think that. CP3 is still there. Yeah, he and he's liking it. Like, he that's was, the crazy part. He, he was he's liking never, it. When that trade happened, he was never supposed to play a single game with them. But and he's then they just kind of kept him. <laughs> It really quietly just kept well, him. Well, and, and so this actually so is a perfect segue because uh, he originally played in Oklahoma City before the expansion team or before Seattle was moved there. When the Hurricane Katrina came through and he was playing for the Hornets, they played games up in Oklahoma City oh, as the Oklahoma know. City Hornets in Chesapeake. I forgot about that. So that that led to the, the proof that there was a market for – Okay. Basketball there. Gotcha. Just like how the NFL is trying to prove that they can put Euro NF what was the Euro NFL league called? It was time out. I, I have to look NFL this league. Yeah, there was a European NFL league. Oh. Oh god. Um You mean putting a team over? It was it was called the NFL Europe. Okay, yeah. It was run from it, it was run there was ten teams in nineteen ninety one and nineteen ninety two. But then there were six teams from ninety five to two thousand seven. There were Whoa. teams in there's a team in Canada in the ninety one ninety two season, Germany for all the seasons, Netherlands for all the seasons, Spain from ninety one to 03, the UK from ninety one to oh so four. And then the US had one team for that one year. I don't think there will ever be a team in the an NFL team over in London or anything like that. The closest we'll get to that is something in Toronto or Vancouver. Which or, is bound to happen at some point. Or here. what I think should happen. I think the Los Angeles Chargers should move to Mexico City. You know, we're seeing a G League team getting placed there. Did you see that? I did not. Yeah, that's what. So there's two NBA teams that don't have G League affiliates. There you go. They're gonna put one in Mexico City. That Monday night football game. Did you see how many fucking Chargers? I think there were more Charger fans in Mexico than in LA. Yeah, for yeah. any of their home games this year, I. If they want to move, if they want to get that, you know, and that's well, there's there's things about living in Mexico City that may not work. So you might have to there there might have to be something, maybe like a, I don't know. So there's but, another potential. So I talk about NCAA getting under FIBA. There's a potential for the NFL to do the exact same thing. You got X League football in Japan, Australian football. They've got like an American Australian football league. Really? And there's it's strong. Like X League in Japan is actually really good. I've never heard of those. Exactly. <laughs> it's it, wild. I, I I'm into weird obscure sports stuff. Which is awesome. Like you you find vloggers on YouTube. You're like, what the fuck is the X League? <laughs> like, Which is fair. 
And then I, I do some research and I find out it's a quarterback from Australia who's playing American football in Japan. And I'm like, what is my life right now? That's awesome. Where, why have I not seen this before? Turns out they, they get like import. Like contracts that they can have, they only get so many, just yeah. like MBL does okay. for like yep. import players. But they're almost all Hawaiian linemen. <laughs> like, I'm like, what Big the old fuck? Samoans just no, seriously. And then they're like, and I was I was doing more research, and NBC Honolulu Channel 15 came up, and I'm like, that's incredible. What is this? And anyway, <laughs> yeah. But so the NFL really has the potential to buy out all these these leagues around the world. There's there's professional or there's american football leagues in europe as well okay just like there's ML, there's baseball everywhere oh, around the world See, there's there's markets seems, that's so weird to me because baseball is a very it's america's you know it's america's pastime but it's huge in asia it's huge around the world from what yeah, i've heard yeah it like asia is definitely like yes. the spot but, but there's like, it's it's there when you think american football yeah you really only think about the NFL and college, like you don't. Maybe I, Canada now with the prevalence it's correct. starting to gain. I've genuinely never heard of any other league besides the Canadian Football League. Yeah, there's Aussie football, which is very similar. Um, it, rugby is a different game, same general well, idea, yeah. Yeah. except not. It's much more. It's like structured, but yet less structured. It's super interesting. Um, rugby. There, there's Irish football, which is totally different. <laughs> Um, Arena football is really fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, totally wacko. Yeah. Um, but okay, I got one okay. more question here. Sure. So, there, there's three major leagues I want to cover. You got NBA, NFL, MLB. Okay. Pick two expansion cities for each league. Okay. So let's well, start with the NBA. With the NBA. Okay, go back to Seattle. <laughs> They're clamoring for a team in Seattle. Okay, so have you heard about the? This is a little off. I mean, it's on topic. A little bit of a rant. Did you hear about the atomic heat that a that a WWE superstar got in Seattle? So this guy, he's a heel, so he's cutting a heel promo, mm -hmm. right? And he's they were in Seattle, and he said something about um, this guy deserves this guy deserves a world championship match like Seattle deserves a or should have a basketball team or something. He said something along the lines of Seattle should not have a basketball team. I shit you not, they booed him for 10 minutes straight. Dude, Sonic he, fever. We could not hear him on TV with a microphone. We could barely hear they absolutely love basketball there. It would be a great market to return. It would be huge. Think about all the merchandise. Change the logo just slightly. Change the jerseys. So much merchandise. Okay, so Seattle. Really quick. Yeah. So my dad was part of that Seattle Correct. Sonics team. They actually part of when they were really good. Sean Kemp, Gary Payton, Detlef Shrimp. Yeah. Um, Ron Baker was there for a little yeah. bit while he was out there. Um. So there's a documentary called Sonics Gate. It's on YouTube. It's okay. free. Um, but if they still got a page, go support them. They're trying to get the team back, donate a dollar or something. They, they, they're they really close, actually, right now to get because they, re they renovated the key. It's really nice now. Um, it's got to happen. So there, there's a whole chunk of that documentary about how my dad was like the reason why the Sonics moved because he signed this seven year, $35 million contract in 97, oh. the summer of 97. Really? Summer of 96. So thanks, George Carl, for making my dad look like the bad guy. 
but he flew him out of Janesville airfield in a private jet out to Seattle. Wow. Yeah, it was a whole thing. But so yeah, Sonic's Gate. You're still on break and you're hearing this. It's a real. It's an hour and a half while you're playing Madden or 2K. Have it play in the background. Listen for Jim McIlvain and then listen to the the stupid book writer that was talking shit about my dad and didn't know what the hell he's talking about. It's funny. He's uneducated and it's okay. Um, It's okay to be ignorant sometimes. All right. So another NBA team. Yeah. So yeah. What is your second? You got Seattle. So. Because also remember, there's teams like New Orleans is a West Coast team and Memphis is a West Coast team. So you can throw another team out West and then we can bring one of those teams back to the East. You can move someone else to the Eastern Conference. I see what you mean. It's most likely Memphis would be the first team to move back to the East. Right. Um, Man, that's that's tough. There's two big ones that I'm surprised you're not mentioning. I think another Canada team, maybe not necessarily Vancouver. Montreal. Montreal would be, yep. Yeah, but um, that's still not one of the two th- cities I thought you were going to say. I genuinely, because I wouldn't want to put anything else in Florida, California, or nope. Texas. Nope. Not, not in the New York area. <laughs> maybe Buffalo. <laughs> No, no. If anything, <laughs> Buffalo's going to lose their football team before they oh, get any I other hope, sports teams. Dude, there's going to be a riot. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That Oakland's gone. So that, that, was the, that was the first step. I mm. There's two St. big Louis. ones. St. Louis? Okay, St. Louis is... Okay, so I'll put that at my number okay. three. All right, let, it, let me it, hear them then. So, I would have said Vegas. Oh, didn't, yep, definitely should have thought of Vegas. Uh, I also would have said Louisville. KFC Yum Setter is already built. That's an MB- that's a twenty thousand seat arena. KFC, yeah. That like it's that's a twenty incredible. it's an NBA arena built for Louisville basketball men's basketball. You know, alone. I could see that. It would be very interesting, and people would have doubts about that because it's Louisville. It's not a huge market necessarily. But I could see it. If the NBA was smart, they'd do like an eight-team rollout, and then they'd add eight teams in the G League of equivalent, like to make everything equal. Mm-hmm. They'd find out a way to really split up their East and West mm-hmm. better. Like they've got the money, they've got the resources, they have the potential owners, they have cities just mm-hmm. gnawing at the bit for teams. If I had to choose, though, I'd think I one for I go Seattle and I go Vegas. Vegas, yeah, Vegas is I feel like a no brainer. Yeah. The T Mobile Arena is already there, set up, yeah, good I to go. Forgot about twenty five thousand seat arena. Okay, um, so NFL, NFL, Mexico City, I already mentioned. Yeah, I think it, it'd that's be a, in, that's almost a no brainer. It's yeah. an interesting one as far as living. I yeah because be, imagine sticking. It's you know, easier to have an American live in Mexico than it is in Canada. Just like that's if fair. You're talking but about logistically. Think about plucking. I mean, how many millionaires are on a team? Let's say thirty millionaires on a on an NFL team. Imagine just sticking thirty millionaires living in Mexico City. Okay, so I it's just Mexico City is so touristy and so developed at this fair. point. You're that's basically fair. in San Francisco. That's fair. You're like. Okay. You're in San Antonio. Like okay. you're already. It, Mexico City is basically just like San Antonio right. went to Taco Bell. There's like. a there's a large. There, I think there's a strong chance that it could work. Yeah. yeah. No. It, I, I think it will work. It's. Mm. I feel like it's going to happen, especially after it's realistic. It's 
still accomplishing NFL trying to play overseas or in a different um, country. And to stick with an international theme, I really think there should be some NFL team in Canada. I, yeah, I, Toronto, I feel like, is perfect. They're Toronto proving perfect. that their fan base is willing enough to do something about it. I think Toronto would be absolutely perfect because some doing something you know alongside the Raptors, perfect. And and the Blue Jays, the completing yeah. that trifecta, and I think Toronto, not only Toronto but the rest of Canada would absolutely love that. So, I, I've seen a lot of lists about this, and everyone's like, "Oh, Honolulu, or, like F- Fort Worth needs a team." And I'm like, "Why the hell does Fort Worth need a team? That's Dallas. Like, you got the Cowboys. They like, already have a, a stadium in Hawaii." Yeah. Um, I, I would love to t- see a team go back to St. Louis. Yes. I've got a lot of buddies from St. Louis, mm-hmm. and when you hear the Rams are leaving, you're, you kind of just die on the inside a little. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Um, you know, I, my great great grandpa was a spirit of St. Louis fan, basketball wow. fan. Yeah, and he was destroyed when they left. <laughs> so I can only imagine how the Rams felt. So, yeah, um, I feel like St. Louis, and I would have said Vegas. That's happening. Yep. Um, I feel like an interesting one would be Portland. Portland potentially. Would be, yep. Agreed. Um, but yeah, Toronto, Montreal, yep. Vancouver, something like that. Um, yeah, like. It's hard. It, I mean, it's hard for NFL because I think they're pretty, they're pretty well spread. Yeah, especially with the move to Vegas. If you want to, like, if you want to talk about getting smaller markets, you need to add more team. Like, you need you need to do like an eight team rollout. Like, you have to add more divisions. So, yeah. And in the terms of keeping things even and kind of kosher as you go throughout the years, especially when you're comparing statistics and games played and stuff because that's always taken into account oh yeah because you always need want to compare you always have that necessity um you have to keep things similar enough absolutely you know so all right so baseball you can pick three for this one if you want because i feel like there's a couple you could pick like you have a little more for options vegas vegas yeah vegas vegas would actually not be one i don't think there's really i don't think baseball has a big enough I'd put an NHL team in Vegas before I put an MLB team in Vegas, and look what already happened. That's what I'm saying. Like, if they wanted baseball in Vegas, it'd be there already. Fair. I also think if you if they moved a few teams to since they already now have football and hockey, if you put an NBA, if the, if somehow and there they already a have a WNBA team that is really good, I I think enough sports fans would move to Vegas, and I think that could become a sports town. You could eventually have Vegas a, is a, less than three hour drive from LA. Yeah, so I mean that's too. where uh, watching watching stuff on the Oakland fans are going to make that drive. Most of them, but like the diehards, the people that really like truly care oh, yeah. about them, they'll make that drive. And even the not diehards will make that drive once or twice a year. Oh yeah, um, especially with how big that stadium is. There's, the tickets are going to drop in price after a season or two. All right. Baseball. So yeah, baseball. For some reason, I'm just having a really hard time thinking of cities, just in general. Um, Here, I'll get you started. Okay, Omaha. Yeah. Omaha would be an interesting one. Omaha or they Oklahoma have a City. League team, I believe. Yep. Yep. Um, what was the other one you said? Or Oklahoma City. One of the, one of the two. Yes. Not both. One of the Again, two. Again, both have minor league teams. Both have very strong baseball historically, yes. too. Um, okay. Especially Omaha. There. Mm. Man. Cincinnati? Another baseball team in Cincinnati? How about Salt Lake City? 
Salt Lake City would be a Salt good Lake one. City could use a football team too, but they're they're getting an XFL team, so that that will be, be a good start. Yeah, but they've got a Triple A team that already out there, the Bats. I, no, that's Louisville. Um, I can't remember. Salt Lake City has has a team. Yeah, they're Triple A. I can't remember what the team's called though. I was thinking of the Louisville Bats. That that's Triple A Louisville. That who also should have an MLB team, Louisville, Louisville Slugger. Like, come on. Man, now this is going to – because I play so much of the show, I should know these teams. I know most of them. Mudhens are my favorite. Uh, Car- I, I played for, you know, Carolina Mudcats. Yeah. So I actually played for the Mudcats. That was my rec team, and we used all of their stuff. So Hell it was yeah. always super cool to Hell not yeah. be the Brewers or <laughs> the Cubs all right. the time or Pirates. Um, Everybody was the Pirates. We had We had the Braves – the and the Cardinals. We had the Athletics, the Cardinals. Yeah, everyone had Cardinals too. I was on the Cardinals at one point. That was see, it was weird because we life. we had the Athletics, we had the Cardinals, and we had the the Braves. But then the team that I was on, we were just we were our own team. We were the Nokomis Cougars. It was really weird. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sox were another White Sox. Oh yeah, everyone, yeah. yeah everyone I was White Sox, Sox uh, when I was young. Um. I mean, I, for some reason, I'm struggling on baseball. I feel like it's pretty, I don't know. So, call me crazy, but I almost, like... Baseball can work in weird towns, too. Yeah, yeah. So, so Des Moines. No, it's too small. <laughs> Ames. I, 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 I was thinking, like... Ames, I would be. At first, I almost, like, give Minnesota another team, like St. Paul. You have... Twin, twin teams city. and twin okay, cities. Okay, but then I don't think you could name the twins the twins. You, yeah, exactly. So that that, but the idea is kind of cool though. It's interesting. So then I was like, hmm, because I feel like there's a way to there's a Orlando way to doesn't have a baseball team. There's so many teams in Florida. I don't care. There's a market. There's money. There's no state income Marlins, tax. Tampa that Bay. is huge. State income tax is huge. Texas doesn't have state That's income true. tax. You're right. You're right. Neither does Washington. Neither does Oregon. That's why those are attractive places to be. Make the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp an MLB team. I mean, realistically, it makes sense to bring up a AAA team. Like, Louisville Bats. Like, yeah. It makes sense to just turn them just into... Jumbo, Jumbo Shrimp is one of my favorites. Well, I think they changed the name. <laughs> but like, no, they, no, they would change the name if they went to be an, uh, a major league team. If it's team. the Jumbo Shrimp, I hope they're not. They I, I totally agree, but it'd be... It would be weird. I would be doubtful that they'd roll, they'd roll with that. Yeah. I think Oklahoma City is a good shout. I... In you know, 10 years from now, depending on foreign relations, I think it'd be really cool to see a team in Cuba. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, with modern air travel, not unrealistic. No, absolutely not. Uh, same thing with Honolulu. I feel like it would be. See now, baseball would work over. Yeah, yeah, it, it would work. Yep, uh, better than the NFL would. Yep. Yes, it's a lot cheaper to fly out a baseball team than a football team. Absolutely. It's about you know a sixth of the size, and I'm sure it's about a tenth of the cost. Mm-hmm. A round trip for as opposed to a one way for a football mm-hmm. team. So, yeah, I. Honolulu looks interesting. Once again, Portland always I keep yep. Portland's yeah. Portland's an up and coming city. They're kind of like the Northern Silicon Valley. They're super into the Trailblazers. Yeah. Super so it them. same thing with Toronto. Does po- like we see because it's Portland like Portland have an XFL team. They might. Um, I should pull those teams. I, out. I'll look right now. For some reason, that's springing up. I don't know. I New York Guardians. 
Uh, St. Louis Battlehawks, they're going where the Rams used to play. Perfect. Tampa Bay Vipers, New York Guardians. New York Guardians, that's my team. Which is going to be pretty cool. Because Guardians are the Yeah, um, Dallas Renegades, the Seattle Dragons, which is pretty badass. <laughs> pretty badass. Um, the LA Wildcats, who probably has one of the coolest logos. Also, the DC Defenders, really cool DC logo. DC Defenders, yep. Uh, Houston Roughnecks, which is literally just the Oilers logo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Los Angeles Extreme. Is that that's the, that's the wow? Is that yeah? So that just sounds like an old XFL yeah. team. Um, wait, no, that that is the old X, XFL. Time out. Um, oh, okay. Time out. Where all those teams that you just said though? The, the yeah, so it's the uh, no, it's the Los Angeles Wildcats. So yeah, it's the Dallas Renegades, the Houston Roughnecks, the Los Angeles Wildcats, the Seattle Dragons. That's your West Conference. Eastern is DC Defenders, New York Guardians, St. Louis Battlehawks, Tampa Bay Vipers. Vipers. But see, putting a team in Tampa Bay shows that they're willing to travel across the whole country, oh, yeah. which is really important. So, yeah. And then there's a uh, practice team nine that's based out of Dallas. Interesting. There's already a. Okay. It, it's like the pluck players when your guys get hurt. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Because they don't have established practice squads yet. Right. Okay. So. Yeah, I, I'm extremely excited for the XFL, and we're getting. Closer and closer. Speaking and I, of XFL, we're getting really good transitions here. Hell yeah. All right. So, segue. yeah, segue. All right. So, th- as a precursor to the game we're going to play, have you ever in like signed up for a sporting event, whether it's like bags or like a volleyball tournament or like something like that, like a bar league thing? Oh, yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Get a group of friends, like, what the fuck should our name be? Like, got to be something stupid. Yep. Right? Yep. So, I'm looking for game. I'm looking for names of our, the game we're gonna play in a couple minutes. Here is name that defunct sp- team sport. Name that defunct team sport. There we go. So I'm gonna I'm gonna state up say names of sports. They're all American leagues, all American sports. So right, we're not. Okay. Do, I'm not gonna make you do some stupid thing. Okay, cool. Also, if I say like the the Beijing Tigers, you're obviously be like, oh, it's from China. It's yeah. gonna be Chinese basketball. Something like it's stupid. Right, yeah, yeah. By the way, none of these names are tigers. Like it's it, they're good. Go tigers. Um, but in the midst of researching for some wacky names, I found a link to a Wikipedia page that will forever help you find a name for your team. Oh yes. Category: Defunct Indoor American Football Leagues in the United States. That sounds amazing. So. What you do is you find your league of choice. Just kind of, you can pick a random one if you want. So I'm going to go Indoor Football Alliance. Indoor Football Alliance teams. Oh, they've only got three teams. Doesn't matter. One of them's the freaking Erie Explosion. They've also got the Saginaw Sting. <laughs> Hell Yeah. Okay, let's see what the American in the AIF, the American Indoor Football League, American Indoor Football League teams. Okay, what do we got? Oh, here we go. So Erie Explosion went over there. The Reading Express, the Richmond Raiders, the Utah Blaze, the the Wenatchee Valley Venom, the Cavalry. Hell yeah. The Predators, the legend, the Ghost, the Carolina Ghost Riders. I've heard Come of that. On. I've heard of that one. Like these, the the Thunderbirds, the Demolition, the Stampede, the Stingrays. Do you want a badass team? There you go. Like, the, the they also have a Mudcats, the Thunderbolts. 
Like those guys piss excellence. I they those that th- tell me that locker room does not smell like Red Bull and Axe body spray. God. The Thunderbolts. Yeah, you're come right. on. Oh yeah. So like the Stampede, the Bandits, the Rebel, just badass hardcore names. So I'm going to actually put that link on my Twitter. Okay, yep. At Hanson McIlvane. Which I need to put in the bio for me. Yeah. So I'm going to have that, and it's going to be, like, I'm telling you, you're going to find some good stuff. I haven't even dug all the way into it yet. I remember already tweeted on FRKO. Yeah, it'll be great. Okay, so that leads us to our game. All right. Name that defunct team sport. I wish I should have made, like, I'm savvy with the audio stuff. I should have made, like, a little click and play thing, yes. but, you know, I suck, we'll so sorry. That. That's okay. I'm on break. I, I'm taking advantage of my break. So, ju- just to clarify and to help explain to the but, audience. And I, by the way, this is also our test to take it on the Hawk Doc, because I am, <laughs> yeah. Marie's giving me a day next semester. Okay, good. So, uh, this is definitely so, something potentially to come. Explain what's happening right now. All right, so, name that defunct team sport. This is the America version. Correct. So what I am doing is I am naming... I'm actually going to give you the city for this one. Okay. Because I'm going to be nice, and this is just me testing it. Right. You're going to guess the team sport. So the sport that you're going to give me a city and I'm a team I'm going to give name. you a city and a team name. You're going to guess the sport, and then for extra credit, you get to pick the league they were in. <laughs> and with some of the leagues and I with the way mergers really, happen, yeah. I'll, I'll cut you slack on some of them. Leagues I probably won't get, but... Okay. No. And... <laughs> okay, here's what I'll tell you. All but one are in a major sports league, top five major sports league. So, oh, okay. All but one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, all yeah, all all but one ha- are majorly televised. How many do you have? How many different leagues? Uh, no, I've, how many? Oh, like, uh, one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, perfect. Cool. All right. All right. Team number one, Utah Stars. Utah Stars. And I say five major sports. Five major sports. <laughs> so basketball, football, soccer, hockey, baseball. Oh, okay. The Utah Stars. And that is the Stars, S-T-A-R-Z-Z. For some reason, that screams – now I hmm. – I don't know how good I'm going to be at this. I want to say basketball. Okay. And I want to say women's basketball. Okay. Is that your final answer? Yeah. You're correct. Let's go. You are one for one. KO. I knew that sounded familiar. Okay. Let's let's go to the Utah Stars Wikipedia page. Utah Stars, founded in 1997, were there in, in Salt Lake City until 2002. When they moved to San Antonio, became the Silver Stars. Which then, in turn, moved to Vegas in 2018, becoming the Aces. There it is. Yep. Ooh, Aces, great fucking Yeah, only had one general manager, only had one head coach, only ever had one owner. Wow. So, um, in the 1997 to 2002 season, they actually did pretty okay for themselves. So, in the 2002, they, they're they 20 and 12, and in uh, 2001, they're 19 and 13. Right. Um, any notable names? Nope, nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, I feel good about that. Yeah, one for one. Cool. All right. I love this one. I they need to bring this one back. All right. The California Golden Seals. And I am serious when I tell you their logo 
is actually a seal that is gold, made out of gold. Like an That's or, or, incredible. Like, yes. Golden seals. Now that sounds to me that sounds like a minor league baseball team. So I, final answer. Trying to think of what my other options would be. It's not a soccer team. I don't know what. Mm. Well, I wonder, are there old XFL teams in here? Because I don't know those. No, no I, okay. I no, I, I took those off because I feel like they'd be way too obvious. See, I don't know them. So. Well, no, their names are super aggressive, oh, though. Oh, I see. Okay. okay. Like, the, the LA Extreme. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm not going to put that in here. I could actually see that as a maybe basketball, but. Not, a lot of these teams are really old. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, okay, if that okay. helps. I'm going to, I'm going to go minor league baseball. You're wrong. Ah. California Golden Seals were an NHL team. Oh, I forgot about hockey. Okay. Always forget about uh, hockey. California Golden Seals, founded in 1961. That's in the a terrible w- hockey name. <laughs> in, oh. in, in 1961 in the WHL, the Western Hockey League, which would then end up merging into the NHL, I guess, okay. in that they Fair were enough. an NHL expansion team. In 1967, uh, where they only played for one season, <laughs> where they then moved to Oakland, it became just the Oakland Seals. They dropped the gold. Then for one season, they became the Bay Area Seals. They dropped the cool part out of the name. And then in 1970 till 76, they went back to California Golden Seals. There you go. And then they changed from 76 to 78 to the Cleveland Barons, and then they went defunct. All right. But this is the original logo. So for those of you looking at home, it actually kind of just looks like a fish. It really does. So I, I don't know That's what biology, marine biology firm they consulted on this, but they should be or dropped off the hired. face of the or earth. It, it was also in a time of graphic designing not being a big thing. All right. One for one. How's your confidence now? Not great. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Up next. It wasn't good coming into this <laughs> The Louisville River Frogs. <laughs> the River Frogs. Oh, no. The Louisville River Frogs. Oh, man. This, this is so a really can, fun one, too. Hockey, soccer, football, baseball, basketball, right? That's what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a hint. I didn't okay. put any soccer teams on here. I'm oh, saving, okay, I'm cool. saving those. Okay, good. That's a whole different list. Awesome. Yeah, indoor indoor professional soccer has some weird ass names, i.e. the Milwaukee Wave. I'm gonna find some good stuff. I feel like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess minor league baseball. Not not for this one necessarily. Okay. But I'm gonna guess minor league baseball a lot because they. Have yeah. Some no, fun that names that is a there. good guess. But the. <laughs> um, I, but I'm not I'm not right. giving that away. I know. Um, because realistically, that that would make sense, especially for Louisville. Exactly. But 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 for Louisville, there's other options. Also, remember who made the game. So like, All right. Ooh, Louisville River Frogs. I'm gonna go. Mm, I don't. I'm trying to also decipher like your quiz making skills, and to see if you did two hockey teams in a row. I'm. I th- I'm gonna I'm gonna test my luck and go with another. This is another hockey team, and I but I have no idea what league it would be. 
I'm, I'm not up to date on my old NFL or old hockey leagues. Well, you are correct. This is a hockey team. This yeah. is the the Louisville River Frogs. Quiz. Frogs. The River Frogs. Excuse me. Pretty good. At from quiz. the Eastern. I, it's like Eastern the ECHL, which is uh, it was a mid level hockey team on the East Coast that had. Um, all their franchises scattered across the United States and two in Canada. All right. The River Frogs uh, were a minor league affiliate to the San Jose Sharks and the New York Islanders. They operated from 1995 to 1998 in the Southeastern Division. They later moved to Miami for one season as the Miami Matadors, <laughs> which, Matadors is, which, my, which might be a future name on this list for Hawk Talk. So if you remember that one, there's a freebie. And then they went defunct for two seasons Wow! and then came back and they still exist as the Cincinnati Cyclones. Technically still the same franchise. Wow. Still in the ECHL, still a functioning league. Okay. Fun fact. Well, there you go. You can actually play as ECHL teams in uh, Chell. Okay. All right. Well, All right. Two for three. Two, two for three. Which I, I, I'm impressed because uh, you weren't going to get the league on that one, but that was no. good. All right. This one I saw this. I was like, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> Anderson Packers. The Anderson Packers. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you. Where are they located? In Anderson. <laughs> Where is that? Remember, remember I, I'm going, I'm really, I dug uh, yeah. for some of these. I, I can but tell. remember, why are the, the Green Bay Packers called the Green Bay Packers? Because of the meat packing. So it it doesn't necessarily, you know what I mean? Like, like that they could be packing anything. Oh, yeah. So, and a lot of these teams, especially back in the olden days, for all of these sports, they were, were just, for the companies. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So, that by I, what I just told you basically is it's not football. Right, 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 right. Anderson. Which makes it really difficult. It makes it extremely difficult. I am going to go. Here. It's in Indiana. Okay, that helps. <laughs> That helps a lot. It should. That helps a lot. It's basketball. Now, what basketball though? It's gonna be. It's it's men's. You're this not gonna get it because it's men's this time. Yeah, it's men's basketball. Like I, yeah. yeah, you you got. I'll give it to you. All right, all right. So this is right around they Anderson Indiana Packers <laughs> played at Anderson High School. Their stadium called the wigwam yes that's amazing <laughs> and also super culturally insensitive while still hilarious oh absolutely um which is awesome um their colors were red blue and white which is super ironic considering they were a bunch of native like their last guy's a native american yep um but they were indeed named after chief anderson's meat packers there you go. which is a meat packing Company yep. in Anderson, and Indiana, that's, and that's why I had to go with men's because I knew that you know the working company from mm-hmm. way back then. It's the, be yep. a bunch the, of men the team was founded and owned by brothers uh, Ike W. and John B. Duffy, founders of meatpacking company Duffy's Incorporated. All right, there you go. There we go. Um, 
they were in NBL, which is like the pre-NBA. Gotcha. Then they're in the NBA for a season, and then they realize that they suck. They played in the MBPL, which is like they were in the NBA for a season. A season. Wow. Um, they they played in the MBP or the MPBL, which I'm pretty sure is the same one that uh the team up north in Sheboygan played. Gotcha. Yep. So. Wow. Yep. Same timeline. All right. Three for four. Three for four. I am impressed. Okay. On to number five, Newark Peppers, formerly known as the Indianapolis Hoosiers. Ooh. And I I intentionally threw in the Indianapolis Hoosiers on purpose because I didn't need to. <laughs> Just to confuse you a little yeah. bit. Yeah. What was the what was the team again? Newark Peppers. Newark Peppers. <laughs> like the thing you eat or the thing you crack over your <laughs> Your mashed potatoes or any any of your food. And they were the Hoosiers. Formerly known as the Indianapolis Hoosiers. Newark, New Jersey, by the way. Right. They were based out of East Rutherford, as right. all of those teams are. Peppers. I want to go. Uh, that sounds like that's a baseball team. That sounds like a minor league baseball team. You would be correct. Yes. It's technically actually Major League Baseball. Really? <laughs> yeah. So, the Newark Peppers, formerly known as the Indianapolis... Well, a couple things. <laughs> um, <laughs> Indianapolis Hoosiers, I think they were called the Indians at one point. Oh, boy. Um, no, it's just Hoosiers and Peppers. Okay. Um, they're also a red, white, and blue team, funny Fair. enough. Um, yeah, not really anything super notable or cool here. Um, I, I really, like, I wish they had some cool, like, the wigwam. That's such a fun that's, fact. That's such a fun like, fact. Like, fun facts are, like, the name of the game for me, so There's, I wish. Is there a reason but, for the peppers? <laughs> that you could find, at least, no? Um. <laughs> okay, so, although the team was named the New York Peppers... Um, they call them the Peps for short. The team actually played at Harrison Park in a town in Harrison, New Jersey. Okay, but why are they called the Peppers? That's what I'm trying to. Yeah, Peppers. Now. Were, okay, so they're disbanded. So they they literally just poof out of nowhere. Okay. Um, so the federal okay the federal league began an independent minor league in 1913. The franchise play uh, placed in Indianapolis, Indiana, was called the Hoosier Feds, or just the Hoosiers, and won the 1913 league championship. Wow! So that's why they stuck around. That makes sense. Uh, the ball field, or yeah, the ball field. Their ball f- field. The first season was referred to as Riverside Beach or Riverside Park, and the newspapers report the location is 30th in Riverside Park. That means nothing to me. Nope. What? Uh, why are they called the Peppers? It, it doesn't say anything All right, about fair it. Fair enough. It's super dumb because that's so interesting. That's super interesting. All right, well, you're on a roll. You're five for six. For some reason, Peppers and old baseball just made sense in my head. Yeah, it could be another one of those like meat packers type yeah. of deal. Okay. I really don't think I'm not gonna help you on this one since okay. you're doing so well. Four for five. All right. Three more. The Dayton Triangles. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I love this one. Like marketing did not give a shit what their name was. Triangles. Like, okay. Wow. 
Dayton Triangles, I am going to go, for some reason I want to say basketball. Is that your final answer? Yeah. I understand. Are you talking to like the triangle offense? Is that like your thought process, or just yeah. like just like fundamentals of the game? And I figured that might have been too obvious, but you're wrong, so it doesn't matter. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> that's why I, I was hesitant to say it. Second no, guess, I, I really liked your logic. What's your second guess? Baseball would have been it's my second still guess. wrong. Okay, this was an NFL franchise. Wow. Yeah. And guess what? They actually had a little time. So they were founded in 1913 in the American Professional Football Association, the APFA, oh, in, uh, and now known as the NFL in 1920. Uh, this is when they officially switched over to the NFL. Okay. Because the APFA is like what Packers won their first Super Bowl as. Um, so they were an NFL team from 1913 to 1929. Wow. See, Better gotta- than St. Louis Rams. I got to take more time because I, as soon as, I mean, as I was saying that, I'm thinking to myself, it's not a basketball team because that's way too obvious. Yeah, they obviously did not give a shit about what yeah. their team name was as long as there was a team there. So Dayton Triangles, that's, Dayton, Ohio. That one might be my favorite so far. Yeah, that's awesome. That's amazing. All right. Oh, I love this so four, much. Still four for six. I'm still a Yeah, good. you're, you're still, looking you great. You're going to love me for this one. I can't go under 50%. So you're, exactly. Good. You're good. All right, KO. The Oorang Indians. That that's Oorang. O O R A N J or R A N G. Excuse me. Indians. Oorang Indians. Here, I'll help you. The city they're based out of is Larue. That's all I'm giving you, and it's not in Louisiana. <laughs> Now, my immediate thought is that they're connected to the Cleveland Indians. But I the, so I don't think it's another would, old team. I was going to say, I don't think team. you would put something in like yeah. that in there. So, of course. Oh, come on. I'm not going to give it to you, you know that what? easy. I'm going to go hockey on this one. Is that your final answer? Final answer. Well, you'd be wrong. So, <laughs> uh, the Oorang Indians were a traveling team in the National Football League from LaRue, Ohio. And if LaRue, Ohio doesn't ring a bell, Wikipedia says it's near Marion, Ohio, which I don't know where the fuck that is either. Nope, that so, uh, <laughs> doesn't help. Um, the franchise was a novelty team put together by Walter Lingo to market his Oorang dog kennels. <laughs> All of the Indians Jesus. players were Native American with Jim Thorpe serving as their leading player and coach. The team played in the National Football League in 19, 1922 and 1923. Of the 20 games they played over two seasons, only one was played at, quote, home in nearby Marion. With a population well under 1,000 people, LaRue remains the smallest town to ever have or ever have or host an NFL home team franchise or probably any professional team in the league in the United States for that matter. Probably. Wow. So, yeah. Would not have guessed. Rang Indians. Would not have guessed football for sure. And they were called a travel team. (laughs) They're like the globe. They're like the Seattle generals to the globe trotters of the NFL. Jeez. 
so wow. they're a it's not only were they called the Indians, it was a team of all Native Americans. Well, I mean they were literally put together to get destroyed and to sell dog kennels. Like Jeez. <laughs> tell me that's not the wildest thing you've heard today. <laughs> Christ. That's Okay. Wow. Okay. So I wanted Oorang Indians to be last. But then I was like, ooh, no, I got to find one that's going to really be hard for him. Oh, boy. It's just going to be confusing. All right. You ready? Yep. This is for, this is for your... Above... This is for six out of eight, yep. right? No, five out of eight. Or five out of eight. Detroit Falcons. <clears throat> okay. That one's not as odd. Well, but think but about... It. Well, okay, but what sport is it, though? Exactly. Yeah. Because immediately you want to go football... But I'm not gonna go football. Last two have been football. You're not gonna go three in a row. That seems. <laughs> that seems too calm to be a baseball team, but that makes me want to say baseball. But it, it wouldn't. Oh man. And that's a weird one, too, because Detroit has everything. So, like, why was there another team there? <laughs> oh. I'll give you a, a, a slight helping hint here. Okay. Mm, this team was pre-1960. Okay. 1960. By the way, I am a sucker for old arenas. Like, when I saw Semi-Pro... I about pissed myself with their arena recreation. That oh, was beautiful. Yeah. I I am so su- a sucker for that stuff. Like Sioux Falls, their court, their minor, that their G League team plays on. That's mm-hmm. so cool to me. Detroit Falcons. <laughs> Pre-60s. And played in one of the coolest venues. I I and I would give an arm and a leg to go back in a time machine and go to this place. Over like yeah, it's not even like I'm yeah. gonna say basketball NBA. Final answer. You're right. And that that's how you knew because I was talking about how I like was I was it the basketball like semi pro giving it away a little bit? A slight bit. A slight bit? Okay. But I, I also, yeah. I, I'm a actually bit. a huge fan of old venues. Like, okay. Like the mystery hunting and stuff like that. But basketball just made the – the Falcons yeah. wasn't going to be a hockey team in my mind. Baseball was a, a – I, I was almost going to go baseball. So um, I, I don't have them right now. or I have it up on my Twitter right now. Um, but I actually – so a couple of years ago, my sister's playing in the JVA World Challenge Volleyball Tournament – at the Louisville Convention Center, mm-hmm. which attached to the Louisville Convention Center is the old carpet field that Louisville used to play on for baseball. Um, so go go follow me on Twitter at Hanson McIlvain. That's H A N S E N M C I L V A I N E. Also in the links. Yeah, below. being that link below. Um, I've got twenty eight followers. I don't know how the hell I have twenty eight <laughs> followers. I, I feel like I've got like two. Um, but I, I've got pictures that I took of a torn apart Louisville baseball field and stadium. And it's the coolest thing. It was totally abandoned, just left in shreds. 
So when I get done here, I'll post them up on Twitter, and they should already be there by the time you're listening to this. So really cool panoramics. Like the the sand is still there. Like wow. all of it's still there. So um, I'm going to end up having to do that at some point pretty quick here. Um, but, yeah, so Detroit Falcons were an NBA team for one season, 1946-1947. They played in the Detroit Olympia, which is, like, honestly, like, the Madison Square Garden of the Midwest. Wow. Like, it is absolutely insane. It it was originally designed as an indoor Olympiad space where like this is like some of the I'm showing KO some of the original pictures here it it's literally built like an old Olympic arena with a with a roof over the top of it and it's just all red brick it was actually known as the red barn but like it th- this just shows you the scale it's huge Whoa. like it's like the size of Madison Square Holy Garden shit. so it, it was torn down I believe in 73 was it um, it was closed in 1980, and it wasn't demolished until 1987. Holy cow! Um, but yeah, so the Detroit Falcons. What is your picture? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, if you're like, what's that creepy guy doing with a kid in his profile picture? Nope. I'm I'm not that creepy. That's me. Apparently, it, I didn't follow you, so I'm not yeah. finding you now. It, no, it's okay because a lot of people don't don't know about my Twitter. I uh, actually women's basketball follows me. Really? Yeah, because I tweet about women's whitewater women's basketball. So oh, if hell yeah. y- you want your your leading source on whitewater women's basketball, which I know everybody is always just. Well, now you have two new followers. Yeah, I, I see. I see me, you. Me I and see first you. Round. <laughs> um, yeah, just because, like. Whitewater women's basketball this year is really good, right. and it there needs to be some good reporting on it for once. So I'm going to do my part when the time is right. Good. Not going to be all the time, but I've got stuff up there right now about them. Good. They're really good. This They're ranked. They killed it in Hawaii. Mm. They're looking good. I'm thinking tournament. I'm thinking we might get to go on the road and do a couple games for Hell radio yeah. maybe. Maybe we're gonna see. we'll see. We'll see. We'll but, see. yeah. But, yeah. So that was that. I think that, that game was, was great. I think that was. Awesome. I I think that's gonna make great that, well, for clean airtime. I can do that, and I think that's perfect for Hawk Talk, especially spring semester because there's no football and it's harder to. We do a lot of brackets. We yeah, I, I'm thinking we we get some sort of production team together and we do some sort of like producers meeting and we can you, come up with ideas almost, like that, like a I writers I, meeting i know i just said we do a lot of brackets but we could almost do a bracket about the best those like the best names of those kind of teams yeah you yeah totally I mean? and try to come up with well, our I, favorite i've one. got more ideas like this exactly um I i've also it. got some really weird stories to talk about <laughs> like I'm telling you, there's a corner of the sports world you don't even know about that I'm going to introduce to the world. Like, whatever day I end up doing Hawk Talk, it's going to be not football all the time. Like, it's going to be different. I I get football. Like, first semester, I I should only really be about football for the most part. Right. But, like, spring semesters where it starts to get or starts to get a little interesting. Oh, you know, yeah. could do a little more fun stuff. I love it. So you, you'll start to see some weird things pop out over here and there. And maybe I'll do some small editorial pieces on like the X League in Japan for football. Yeah, absolutely. Or Australian American football. Or yeah, so dope. Or NFL Europe. Right. What the fuck is that? All right. Well, 
that'll do it for us today. Yeah, what a show. What a show. That was genuinely very fun. Yeah. Um, I, man, what did I get? Six for six? No, five for eight. That that was impressive. I was going through them, and I'm like, oh, which ones is KO not going to get? <laughs> There's got to be something, right? Right. That, right? Yeah. That, that was, and, I like that. Because like, my thought, like, Dayton Triangles, no one's going to fucking guess that. Like, everyone's like, Triangles, oh, basketball, Phil Jackson. It's a basketball team. No, it's not. Like, see, my thought process would be, oh, it's a football guy. They don't know anything about marketing. Oh, I don't know. Like, let's, our logo can be like a shape, like a triangle. Oh, cool. Dayton Triangles. Got it. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, things will change. We'll see, we'll see what else I can come up with. Love it. Stupid stuff. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to do like Katie Nolan record breaking like donut <laughs> stacking because Hawk yes. Talk is a TV show too. Yeah. Like it's not just on the ra- like Mike and Mike was on TV and they did mm-hmm. stuff too. So yeah. maybe we can model the show a little bit like that. Absolutely. Well, anyway, uh, so yeah, thank you for listening. If you uh, enjoyed listening to me and Hanson talk, please subscribe to the podcast. We are on most podcast subscription services around um, Spotify and iTunes are the main ones. You can find us mainly on Anchor. Uh, so follow those. Please give us a five-star review on iTunes. That helps a it, lot. It, yeah, because then more people see it. Yeah. And, yeah, more people just want to listen to us talk. Because allegedly that's a big thing now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so We yeah. need a trendy hashtag like call her daddy. You're calling daddy. I, there, I've tried. There, there's got to be a hashtag because obviously first round KO – it gets attention <laughs> because of but, first round knockouts. Yeah, bo- yeah, boxing. And then there's a, there's also a rapper called FRKO, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Because I've tried to use that one. That doesn't work. I'm going to find something um, eventually. But anyway. Um, that, that's for the production meeting that we never right, have. Exactly. <laughs> we'll figure something out. Um, so, yeah, please subscribe to that. Um, also, look at all the other podcasts in the FRKO family. We have a music podcast. There's another sports one. There's a, a multimedia podcast uh, that Tom does. So check out any of those. All the links for those are in the description as well. Follow us on Twitter, at FRKO Podcast. I am at Olsen2K18 right now. I might change it to Olsen2K20. I was told I should do that. I think it'd be funny. So I might do that if you don't. What what year was Whitewater founded? (laughs) I want to say, God, let's do a quick Google search. Uh, UW Whitewater. Because it was originally Wisconsin State. Right. Because um, I've th- I've thought about changing my my picture to the Wisconsin State logo. Um, <laughs> what what year were they founded? Uh, founded. Come on, come on. Uh, uh, 1868. So you should be. Yeah. 1868 should be at the end of it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Whatever it is, it'll be in the link. It'll be in the bio for FRKO two. Uh, follow Hanson, like he said earlier. All yeah, those links will yeah. be in the description. Um, or don't. It's cool. Or, you, don't, you don't have to follow. See, I'm I'm open. Like my Twitter is totally public. When same. I when I put my stuff on Twitter, that's like I'm putting that out there for everyone to see. My Instagrams, it's private. <laughs> I think mine is too, actually. Um, but yeah, uh, what else do I normally? We have merch on Redbubble. Go check that out. Get that Pretty merch. Good. Get that merch. I have a shirt. Pretty Swag dope. it. Um, I also have a sticker. Uh, anyway. I think that's it. Cool. Until next time. Yeah, I'm sure I'll be back. I'm sure you'll be back yeah. too. So, thank you for listening once again, and we will see you next time. Stay fresh, cheese bags. I'm just a young college kid with all the privilege. Trust me on belief, so can trust going through the villages. Keep an image of Priscilla with the J. Dilla Dilla. Need another dollar, dollar in Manila. So vanilla with a swirl, let the blade run. 
tongue drips Lights down the middle of our nation Heebie-jeebies, we already had this conversation Kept me busy since day one Accusations Pockets gained a little weight Like my ex-bitch Still the only bricks that I've been stacking Been in Tetris Never measure up Cause we've been on a different metric And I don't give a fuck about who the next I fill the is. hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa I just wanna jump from the top and fly solo Fill the hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa I just wanna jump from the top and fly solo